Yo, what up? It's back with the Feedback Podcast. And in this episode, number 178, we talk about Yelp reviews. Uh, I thought it'd be a good follow-up to our conversation about social media, which is what uh, we live and die by, unfortunately. And Yelp is what companies live and die by. So um, for this episode, we have Kimberly Scott and introducing Penelope Costopoulos, an actress and filmmaker out of New York City. So great conversation. So we talk about Yelp, the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny. And we share a lot of Yelp-worthy personal stories in this episode. So definitely definitely a good one. I hope you like it. And it gets really interesting towards the end. So let's go. You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie back. And welcome to the Feedback Podcast. I am your host, Back. I got Obi in the building. What's up, guys? We got returning champ, uh, your lover, Kimberly Scott is here. Hey, guys. And introducing, Penelope Costopoulos. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? Thank you. Live from New York City. That's right. Living that, living that New York life. And again, another one of Obi's... Uh, just go to guest booking. How do you know Obi? How, how do you know Obi? I got to ask that every time he introduces somebody to the show. Obi and you I. Want you, you want me to tell the story? Sure. You can tell the story. <laughs> um, I was looking for a headshot photographer when I moved to Austin. And my friend Izzy. Bocanegra knew Obi and he was like, yo, my boy Obi is great. And so that's how we we connected. How long Classic ago was that? Austin story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. How long ago was that? Jeez. Maybe six years ago. Yeah. Or, it's or, really depressing. Five or, or six uh, years ago. <laughs> yeah. Maybe back into modern dating days. Yeah, those are the wow. days. By the way, if you haven't checked out Obi's uh, channel, Only Obi, go check it out. It's, it's some funny shit on there. The modern dating videos I told you are dope. And I'm in one of them. I forgot which one, <laughs> but I know I'm in one of them. Uh, good time. That was like, what? 2000, that was 2008 or nine or something? I made that. Yeah. Shit, we old. But yeah, but yeah, me and Pinoli go back because ever since like I, I did her a headshot, then we kind of kept in touch and I started noticing she was doing like a bunch of these dope ass short films and like uh just really funny and getting into more and more film festivals i would notice i'm like yo this girl's like killing it like at first when i first when i first met her she was like oh I'm, I'm like kind of inspiring i'm trying to get into the the film business and then like bam back to back started doing all these short films and they were getting into these festivals and screen like and then she's in a film with uh who's the guy from training day that you were with ethan hawk yeah. I was in the movie with him and I was like oh yeah Yo. so she took she left us left our our nest here in Austin and went back to New York oh. to kind of go and start hustling you eat the hawk and you go oh yeah that's it's a pretty big deal isn't it? Oh, I forgot about that <laughs> one. no no <laughs> it's oh yeah Ethan Hawk you know Ethan Hawk mm-hmm. no I mean Sorry, he's like an Austin veteran so he's you know he's around the area but he was like they say don't meet your idol He's really nice. He's exactly how you would expect, but just don't meet your don't idol. Don't meet your idol. I knew she was going to say that. That's so the funny. guy, but. <laughs> Who is, yeah. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to gossip. 
I was going to say, I remember. <laughs> you can't just start and no, not I'm say just, I rem- just I'm not really into tabloid stuff. I don't ever see it as much, but I do remember seeing some stuff about his ex, you know, coming out and saying some things and then just saying how hard it was to work with him um, through people that I knew in the industry. So when you said that, I was, I knew you were about to say, don't meet, don't meet your idol. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ethan Hawke yeah, is an it's asshole. Yeah, not a good story. He- he he left Uma Thurman for his babysitter. Yeah. Like, it was a really bad story. That's why I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I was about to go no there, and I was like, I know we have a... Yeah, we're no. to be talking about Yelp, but so... No, we'll get to that. <laughs> this, is, this is banter. This is our That's Yelp fine. review on Ethan Hawke, so... <laughs> basically. Correct, exactly. Well, the reason why I wanted I wanted to talk about Yelp because I thought it'd be a good follow up to last week's episode, which was about uh, the social dilemma with all the um, the, uh, uh, the the documentary on Netflix and how it's damaging our young minds and it's uh, people go through depression and, and all that stuff. And I'm like, what is the social media for businesses where we like deliver die by it? And I'm like, yeah, that's Yelp. That is Yelp. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yelp started one, like 2004, five, something like that. And when it came out, like it was like the shit. Like as far as local businesses, uh, looking up restaurants, like that was the shit. And then they started doing some shady shit, and we can get into that later. But um, were you guys Yelpers? Do you ever write reviews in there? I was. Uh, it looks like Carlin said that they started in 2004. So man, that would have been 16 years ago. Um, yeah, at first I, I was a Yelper in the sense of, you know, reading it for reviews just to kind of like help myself dodge a bullet or something. Um, and, but it's taken on a whole new world of its own. Rarely did I ever sit down and write a review too much unless it was for a business that I, you know, I really had worked with, uh, back when that started, I would have been in like the creative world of like, that's when I was in TV and photos and stuff. So, um, that's what people did, they built their businesses on is those reviews especially in creative talent. So I was big into helping out my friends at that time, but I don't think I um, got involved in it to the extent it is now. I mean, it's kind of involved in, you know, make or break cancel culture to at this point sometimes. Did you, Penelope, did you? Yelp? Yeah, I mean, I think Yelp is actually really overall reliable. Like I have definitely written some really fucked up reviews. I'm not gonna lie. Why? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why? <laughs> oh man. Why? No, like, why with, um, just customer service. Can you guys hear me? By the way. Yeah. Yeah, like we can hear out. you. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Keep going. Um, yeah, just first of all, I'm a huge foodie, so for restaurants, like if something's really fucked up, I'm going to write it, and that's when I always go on Yelp and I write exactly what happened. And yeah, I, like give us an example. Um, I went that would to, make you want to get behind your keyboard and, and like if talk food, shit about the business. First of all, if it's supposed to be like really hyped up, especially or if it's expensive, and I go there and the food is literally terrible, or they give me like one piece of asparagus and they charge me $35, like I am going to write, <laughs> fuck you, like this is what you guys are getting into, and I'm gonna be completely <laughs> honest. Um, cause I, when I go to restaurants, I literally read Yelp before I go, if it's a new restaurant. So oh, I really, really and, and it's five stars only. I mean, the better, you know, the more stars, the better, obviously. 
Yeah, but I mean, it, 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 if so, if more people, if it's a three star, mm-hmm. it's just there's no way you're going to check it out. Like, you, there's no way you're going. But that's um, the reason I, open, I, I, I will. Can I share a wild ass story? Like, I've never been able to share this story with like anybody because no one's ever asked. And I just thought of this when you were like, exclusive. Uh, you're like, uh, you know, a, a specific one. So, uh, what would make you, you know, want to sit down and write a, a review? I sat in a bar while something was going on and wrote the Yelp review. So last year I was hired to go uh, to a retreat, you know, in mindset coaching and all that. I was at this women's retreat and I finally got a break of all the, the woo woo and the breath work and the center yourself and all that. And I was like, I just want to get wild. I just want to go do something, you know, much more like let my hair down and all that. So I go, I'm in St. Pete, Florida and I go to this bar and I wanted to go to like the most dirtiest, nastiest, wildest, like, you know, throwback, rap music, all of it. I wanted all that. So I go. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought you meant bar. <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought you were going to say, well, I'm like, what was that bar? No. One star. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that part, the music was, was the problem too. So we go in and um, the music was great. They had a DJ and he was playing awesome music. And so we're sitting there and, um, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever had um, like a bartender, but they can't like that's had an ego that for some reason, like, I don't know if he has a power trip or a complex with like females sometimes, like he'll just be like, oh, I can't see you. I'm not noticing you or whatever. So this dude was kind of playing that game with us. He, and there was only like four people at the bar. So I was like, I know you see us. Like, I mean, whatever. And so I'm not usually one to be like, you know, I, I don't try to play the Karen role. Uh, I might look like one, but I don't play it. So um, Karen wasn't a thing back then. I know, right? So I was, you know, sitting there and um I'd gotten my drinks and um uh this woman and her husband, so one one man sits next to me and it was pretty interesting all night. I these are my the experiences I live for. I'm gonna try to go really fast because it's kind of a wild story. So the guy sits next to me, first of all, he's just trying to get a break from his family who he had taken, you know, on vacation and he was just trying to get a break. So he was just there for like 10 minutes while he got, he said, I went to get the pizza uh, for his family. So, so he just came in for a beer. So we had a good talk. He gave me a piece of pizza. It was so funny. And he left. Well, who came and replaced him was this woman who was like wild. I don't know what combo, what concoction of fun pills she had, you know, taken she had tried to explain it to me and alcohol and all this but she was like slippery sloping fast and By herself? i was like with her uh a husband that she kept reminding me she kept telling me he's 30 years older than me he's 30 years older i was like i don't care you know that's fine <laughs> but he was like very sober and he was like really put together and then he was like she was all sloppy and wild and um i didn't care again you know do your thing have your fun like live it up so i'm just trying to talk to her this whole time she's like i'm in love with your face i love you you know this this is before covid so she's trying to touch me and even before then i was like i, I don't i don't want you touching me when i don't know you she's touching my face you know all this stuff again this isn't the bar's problem no big deal with that but she's standing there and i keep you know asking her to stop and and she's really in my face and just you know that whole drunk a belligerent drunk like you're so beautiful oh we've all been there and your your voice is so soothing um your your voice is sexy and all this stuff so i asked the bartender you know can i have another drink because i I need some alcohol to deal with this shit so um i wanted to deal with it didn't just walk away well i mean i was with a group of people we had sat we had sat down you know we were doing our own thing so i didn't want to move our whole tape our whole group at the bar just because this lady and she was, I was trying to be mm-hmm. nice. I didn't want to judge her. It seemed like she'd gone through a rough day. And then the, the, the husband was acting really intense for a minute too, like telling her, calling her names and stuff. So um, 
I go to the bathroom and I walk into the bathroom and I hear I'm in the bathroom and I hear I'm kind of getting a buzz by this time. And um, I hear a Uh man's voice and then I hear her voice and I'm like, is the husband in here too? And it was a different man's voice. And I walk out and they're like in the act. He's like, give for money and drug exchange. They're like in the act of something. And I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. No, not today. I'm not, I'm not wanting to get involved in this. So I'm trying to get out, but he's like, Oh, I'll double the thing for this. And not trying to, you know, pull me into it. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They were in the act of like, <laughs> trading drugs. In the act of, they were fucking in the stall or they were selling drugs. Like in the blow job for drugs. So, in the, Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I walk okay. out, but they're not in a, <laughs> they ain't in a stall. Like this is a full functioning, like full opportunity, equal opportunity. Get your stuff in exchange. Oh, you're going to have to name that ball when you're done with the store. Yeah, right? So I walk outside and I'm just like, I go back and I was like, tell my friends, hey, I think we probably want to go because this lady's here and there's a bunch of stuff going on. And um, the music changed to like some weird, like weird music. I'm not going to offend anybody, so I'm not going to say what it was. But anyway, it was weird and it didn't make any sense. So our whole crowd was just like, nobody wants to be here anyway. So I say to the bartender, hey, can we get a tab? He gets he gets annoyed. He's like, oh, y'all too good to be here? And I said, no, uh, we just want a different vibe. And I just saw somebody, you know, doing... And there's a girl sucking dicks in the bathroom. Yeah, I was like, so <laughs> honestly, like, not my thing. No offense. And he and he just, he, he just comes, he comes at me. He's like, he's like, he's like, do you understand that I like, like, you can call the owner. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't. I'm not going to call the owner. I said, I just want my bill. He's like, you can call the owner. I have full reign of whatever's going on here. And you know what? I'm tired of white girls. He's white, by the way. I don't know, whatever. I guess I don't get it. I'm tired of white girls like you, white girl wasted, always trying to like dictate what the music says that in this ghetto ass music. And I was like, I didn't ask for the music to be changed. I just said, this is not our vibe. I'm but like, when my, you need to go to the bathroom. And yeah, just- all I did was just <laughs> get a couple beers and go to the bathroom, grab some, Relax. Grab some pizza from a, a, a dad that didn't want to be there with his family. Still not judging. Mm-hmm. But um, so basically, I get into it with this dude because, I mean, I usually get about four comments in until I snap. And then I'm like, bitch. So at that point, that's when I was like, I don't know who you're talking to, but like, we're not this, we are not going this direction. So he calls me belligerent and my friends are like, and then this woman comes out and she's telling the bartender, she's like taking up for me. She's like, no, you know, she had to go see something in the bathroom and she's my new best friend. And I was like, this is all too weird, strange. And then he double charged (laughs) me for the beers. They were supposed to be half off and he double charged me. And then um, uh, he, you know, I sign my thing. Well, I get a notification. I sign my bill to leave. My Chase account notifies me that $115 has been charged. And I was like, that's not what I just paid. So then I tell him and he's like, that is what you paid. And I said, no, let me see the receipt. He wants to argue with me. So, okay, I'm going to cut straight to the chase. There's all this drama going on. I go and I leave on a Yelp review that, you know, this was crazy. And like what, how, how long, how long until you wrote it? Oh, I, I was sitting right there. That night? Right there. I said, oh. I said, can you actually, I said, since I paid $115 and I'm going to have to challenge this with my bank, can you go ahead and give me another $115 beer? Go ahead. I'll pay for it. So he brings me another beer. I said, he's like, why are you, why are you staying? I said, oh, I'm writing your, 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 your Yelp review, Todd. What's your name? And um, they had a little, <laughs> little name tag uh, Lancet's on. So I'm writing or whatever. And he's calling me all the, you know, whatever version of a Karen would be like, the, the ask your manager kind of thing. And my friend was like, you done messed up because she writes bomb ass. I'm known for my Yelp reviews if you fuck up. 
I'll, I'll write them very, mm-hmm. very meticulously with all the words. I, you know, I'm an like English major, journalism major, like, and I grew up with some interesting, colorful language. So um, I was like writing Bitch. it. Yeah. So I was writing it, you know, like paragraph, paragraph, paragraph. And um, so I put it, you know. Well, hold on, hold on. What, what all did you report? I reported that. Just the dude, or like the, the dick sucking contest. Yeah, and the- yeah, I went through it all. I said, you know, I came to your establishment because I had heard great things. I had high hopes for it. The music was great when we came in. The girl that met us was wonderful. Um, I said, at some point when I challenged my bill, the girl turned wild and threw a pin at me. Um, and then she also chased away 19 women that were there for a bachelorette party because she didn't like how one of them talked to her. So you lost all that money. So whoever owns this, if you're losing money, I can tell you right now, it's Todd and Rebecca that are probably costing you money. And here's what I watched. Holy shit. So I, I, I mean, I bullet pointed it down because this was crazy. I saw too, way too much for this, for me to let it go. You know, social justice warrior. I mean, I was in it. So I was like Damn. writing it all out. And then the woman comes up to me and, you know, she's like, she's like, save me from my husband. And I'm in the middle of this Yelp review. And she's like, save me, take me home with you. And I was like, what the hell? She's like, he's going to beat my ass tonight. So then I go into like protection, Kim, because I work with, with domestic violence. So I'm like, oh, that's the same lady that was in the, lady bathroom? in the bathroom. So I'm like, oh, Lord. I was like, this is too much. So I write the review and I said, also, while I was there, this happened in the bathroom. And apparently it's one of your regulars. This is his name. And then she's one of your regulars. This is her name. I didn't give her a last name. Okay. God damn, you ruined those people's lives. No, 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 no. I just put their first name. If I if I saw a review about someone sucking dick in the bathroom, I'd go there the next day. Right. I mean, like like, to me, I was just telling them what happened. You know, it wasn't like necessarily a negative. I mean, I've seen, I've seen not necessarily negative. I've seen interesting. (laughs) Did you get okay? Okay, okay. If you wrote this, you gave it five stars. There's a reason I love loving this club by Usher. Like, I'm not against doing your thing in the club. Like, I, I I mean, I, I get my freak on. But this was a whole different situation I was <laughs> by this dude, right? So, because he was trying to pull me into it. I mean, like when I said he was trying to put me into it, he was physically trying to pull me in. So anyway, I was just mad that Todd pushed, pushed me to the edge. So I wrote the review and I just said, look, I don't, I'm not saying that this is to do with anything about your establishment, just these two people in particular, this is what it was. So I get home and the next day, this woman says, the one that was all in my face, she writes, I was there, and this is a complete fabrication. Apparently, they're very wealthy, this couple, very known in this town. Complete oh, fabrication. Suck dick in bathrooms. And um, none of this happened. Well, she didn't know that, like, I record stuff. Like when, like, when he started to try to assault me, I'm very quick as a journalist to pick my phone up. So I had it on my phone when he started trying to pull me into the stall. So I, and, and she was on it. And, I, and so all I wrote was, I said, lady, I promise you, you don't want to go there with me. So bounce the fuck off my review. That's all I wrote. And then her son comes in and says, I am so sorry. My mother and goes into this whole history of their family history and being kicked out of the will. I got the screenshots. I'll send you all sometime because I don't have time to go through all of it. But literally he put out their whole business. And then finally the, the owner wrote me and said, we have let Rebecca and Todd go after your review. We looked into it further because we had money that had been missing. We had uh, slow nights and they were blaming it on other things. Um, and so they had let them go, but he figured it all out. And then fast forward, I'm literally leaving four days later from St. Pete and I'm sitting in the airport and Rebecca is in the airport, the girl 
And she's going home to her parents because she got fired. And I was like, oh shit, I might get beat my I might get beat down because she was like legit more mm-hmm. capable of handling herself than I was. And she comes up to me and she says, I just want to thank you for saying what was going on there. I was so intensely abused at that bar that because you wrote that review and I got fired, like I was able to show my mom what I was going through because my mom kept saying, push through, push through, just keep the job. But after reading your review, she let me quit and come home. So I'm headed home. So the, the whole story was so crazy. Holy shit. <laughs> but she got saved. And um, apparently, you know, the, I, I don't know, but the woman's son got all of his therapy out on my status as well. So I feel like I did my job, but that is the wildest Yelp review I've, I've you, ever had. You came out. What? You came out a hero bro? in this. What? This is, this is intense. Yeah. Okay. Can, can you name the restaurant? Top of this. Not one Yelp story will top that Yelp story. I just I felt like no, I needed Everybody, that was the episode tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. This this was the Kimberly Scott show. No. Uh, no, no, I'm just messing. So what's the name of the place? Um, It was called uh, uh, Pirate's Booty in St. Pete. Oh, damn. And I now know why the it just sounds dirty. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, yeah, it does. Classic, the, dirty. The it's the dark, you know, it, it's got that good dark, dirty vibe where like it has a corner specifically for you when you want to get white girl wasted. <laughs> you want to drop it with your girls over there and you want yeah. to spill a couple drinks like over there and you don't want to bother anybody. They have a space just for that. It's got the stickiness that your shoes get stuck. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that. I don't I know. That. I mean, I hate it, but I also love it. Like I hate it and I love it. Like, it's just like, yeah. I, I know that Come nobody from- there is going to judge me. I can do whatever. I can, I can, I can drop it and let a Britney moment happen and nobody even films it. It's fine. This is just their normal thing. So every uh, time I need to escape, that's the type of bar I go to. Penelope, the, the, yeah. the, the ones that you wrote, did you get to, you know, you can get like in different levels, the more you yelp. You become like a Yelp elite. With the badge? I never got to Is that the- level, thank God, because that means I have a lot of bad meals or bad experiences. Um, it doesn't have to be bad. It could be good. No, it's just I like only, the more shit you put I on there. I only report bad, like really bad or excellent. It has to be like over the top excellent. So there's no mediocre. Also, stuff. remember Penelope? That's the reason. Shit like filming uh, movies with like actors. So mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people that leave a lot of reviews are also people that don't, they, they have more time on their hands, you know, totally. like they oh, have shit. the time to sit down, not the excellent ones, but just the complainers. hundred yeah. percent. And there's, that's like 90% of Yelp, you know, but you know it, like when you read it, you know, this person, I'm not going to trust their judgment. This is just someone who has nothing better to do. Like but Todd Berginger, I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Todd said, what up, Bach? And then he said, fuck Yelp. But he said, pay to play, which I think is a, an important part of this. There is a, there is a portion yeah. of this that, that comes into play there. That's, that's how they make the money. Now, we're talking about uh, Facebook and Google making money advertising. That's really how Yelp does it. And there was a, there was a scam uh, a while back where they would call on businesses and say, hey, if you advertise with us, uh, we're going to bump down all your all the negative reviews and we'll give you premium spot. Uh, but if you don't, if you don't sign up with us, uh, we can dock your site. So in other words, if people search for whatever 
restaurant you're in, then you're not going to show up. Wow. And it was, it was like mafia style, wow. like marketing where they would be like, uh, yeah, you, you, if you're on Yelp and you want to, you want to show up, you're going to have to pay us. And uh, they reported it to, there was a case with the uh, federal trade commission and the federal trade commission came back and said, no, no wrongdoing. Wow. I'm not shocked. And, yeah, me neither. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's shady shit. And like when Yelp, Yelp was like, when it launched in 2004, they were like, they peaked around 2008 or so. And then ever since they've been like totally, totally tanking because you got Facebook that does reviews and Google that does reviews as well. Actually probably better than Yelp does. I never use Yelp because every single review just seems negative there's like what's the point of going to yelp like if nobody's gonna ever come over here to write anything positive so you're only going to find a negative review if you search for it like hey what is this restaurant oh their food is bad the service is bad like it's like damn there's no place in this city to go because every single i feel like that's 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 the catalyst to like motivate people to go and write a review nobody's really all the good experiences you have, how many times do you go and take your time to write a, a positive over like review well, about it? Yeah, I think that's like, the yeah, that's like the whole thing though. It's like, you have to expect everything is really good yeah. like in your life. You just mm-hmm. have to like give it the benefit of the doubt. So that's why you're looking for negative re- reviews. So you don't even waste your time because you only want to go to places that aren't being trashed basically, if that makes sense, you know? I've I've never I've never yelped. Actually, I I almost did recently. Uh when I took my car to to my uh to a dealership, brand new 2020 Hyundai. And um I bring it in, I'm like, "Yo, I have I have a leak in my car. It's leaking. Like there's water leaking when it rains hard. And it's a brand new car." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And this is the second time I and I and I bring in this shit. And I bring it in and they go, oh, yeah, we can, uh, we can look, take a look at that again. There's a recall on your model, so we're going to do that. And then you're missing a cap on your tire, so we're going to replace it as well. And it will take about three hours. And I'm like, I asked for a loaner. Do you have one? And they go, nope, we don't. Uh-huh. And they go, oh, it's going to take about three hours. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm just going to work from your lobby. Just going to work from, from your lobby. So there's people around. I'm on conference calls with my job and everything. Uh, three, hours, three hours in, I go back. I check, I check in. The guy's like, yeah, um, we're going to have – we haven't gotten to that yet. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't have a car. And you said it would be three hours. Like, you work here. Hmm. Give me a car. I don't give a shit. Just give me a car. <laughs> and he goes, oh, we'll see if we can call Enterprise, which is right down the street. And he calls him up and fucking Enterprise shows up in the van and uh, takes, of course, the dealership is paying for it, uh, takes me to their Enterprise uh, store and they gave me a fucking van. They gave me like they gave me like a like a maybe, soccer mom. Maybe oh. they could smell the dad on you. And when I drive, seriously, like. totally, <laughs> so, yeah, soccer mom, soccer dad. Van, so that's. Oh, it, you do? I don't drive it, but it, but I, I have a soccer mom band. Yeah, I'm shocked. <laughs> I would never ever. No. Expect 
That's not, that's no, that's not so much out of character. Paid for. Actually, it's actually Sinjin's. It's my partner's. Like he had it. Um, we don't. We didn't want to pay for a car payment, so we're getting a new car. But yeah, I just wanted to give him a bad a bad time for saying that. Okay. Look, I, I look bad to me. driving that shit. Back is what you're saying. <laughs> it's what? It, it downgraded you to my level is what you're saying. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, m- much lower because my son kept calling in the bus. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when I would take him to school, he goes, Daddy, Daddy, where the bus? I'm going in the Aww. bus. And it, it and it's one of those uh, fans where you pull the handle and it like slides yeah. in and out. Like one of the ones for like uh, I, I like those shuttles. <clears throat> I feel like yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I feel I, like I I'm VIP. Yeah. Look at this. No hand. No, no. My, again, my son <laughs> loves this. Like he just pulls the handle and he goes. Yeah. Check. <laughs> and I'm driving this shit, and and I, I call. I keep calling to give an, get an update on my car, and nobody's answering. And this is the service department at Hyundai, South Point Hyundai. I don't give a shit if they hear this. Um, and so no news. So I drive my ass back down there and I go, Hey, what's wrong with my car? And he goes, Oh, we're going to give you a new, uh, a new windshield. We'll give you, get you a new brand new windshield because that's where the, the crack is. That's where the leak is. Um, but we're going to order it and it'll be here in three days. Like, all right, three days, three days. I call back. No answer. Go back down there again. And they go, uh, no, it's, we have to order the thing. It's going to take three. Actually, it's a week. And then there's a glass guy who has to come in. And was, his schedule was kind of weird. And so whenever he gets here, we'll be able to replace it. And it'll be ready the next day. I'm like, motherfucker, you could have told me this. <laughs> you told me three hours and I dropped off the car. You told but me you, three but hours. You know, but, you, but you know why this happened to you? Why? Because you're too nice. Sometimes people need to feel like, you're on the edge a little bit. <laughs> like that, I was you, on the you, edge. That you'll snap. I don't know. <laughs> you pull an OB every now and then, uh, like a like a over the top OB. <laughs> over the top OB. <laughs> o- OB. By the way, OB. The, we have a bonus episode where OB went back to a barber shop <laughs> because of bad, because his, he was uh, he got made fun of for his dreadlocks nah. that he paid for for how much OB. For $10 or no, $10. $20. $20. No, no, it was $10. No, you're not telling the story right. Cliff, no. It was $10. Then get it right. $10. No, you got a $10 dreadlocks. No, you're not. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cliff, no version. Not going to spend time on this. I go to a salon to go get some dreads kind of put into my hair. I spent like a whole summer growing out my hair to get these dreads. This, this stylist is a like a a student like learning how to like be a like a stylist or a, like a what's the what's the right term for them like a, a, they're a student like they're like, yeah like a, a, like, a, a, like, a like a like a barber student barbershop or, school uh, yeah they're in this in school but i didn't know that at the More time like an apprentice yeah or no actually no i didn't know that but i, you I did know I, you look for the I cheapest did. that's why i went because like, they were like oh they have these they could do the same hairstyle but for cheap and so i went over there and then like the hairstyle was so horrible by the time I left, but I but I paid my my twenty bucks, and then I go to school and I'm getting made fun of left and right. I'm gonna just getting like roasted, and I'm just like I can't I can't have this shit in my head. I look like a crazy person, so I go back and I'm like, hey, 
this this stylist messed up my hair. I need like I need somebody here to either fix it or you got to give me my money back. And they're like, um, the they're, they're, they're they're just students. <laughs> they're just students, like learning how to do this. I was like, I don't give a shit. You're open. You're a business. Like you're open. You need to you need to fix this. I look look, look at me. Look what I look like. They're supposed to tell you <laughs> as a student, though. Like they're supposed yeah. to literally tell you that. Yeah. That's- <sighs> Ten dollar dreadlocks. I mean, yeah, you got charged ten dollars. You should have known, dude. Come right. on now. Thank you. I was in high school. Th- I had no job. <laughs> that, was, that was that was gold to me. He, he didn't know what dreadlocks were going and for. Then, yeah, though, in, I didn't in the know. The I mean, I've got I've gotten some yeah. haircuts by like um, apprentice, you know, at the students' uh, schools. My mom was a, a hairstylist, so you know, I've always given chances to that. But it's like when I needed a trim. Like I don't let my hair get dyed by someone you new. Have a, a, you know, a like I know where that level is. Dreadlocks seems very intense to to go into. It is. Ten dollars. It is. That's an I, art I, I, I I didn't mind, but ten dollars. Like, okay, was that worthy of a Yelp review? You think it was worthy of a. I just want to see the I still won't, but I still won't. I was I, as upset as I was, I still didn't go and write a review about it. I just I took an L because you I were like 12. I <laughs> <laughs> do it, yeah. yeah. That's for a refund, yeah. Like, especially the story mm. that road rage story was great. Man, like that, that, that one. Shocked but me. I don't know who do I who do I write a review for that story? Mopac? Like, I don't, I don't know yeah. who I write. Well, Whatever like, the salon the, was. Yeah. Okay. What's the what's the worst review you've ever written, Vanellope? Um, Is it okay? Are they one liners or are they like no, a full on like, like a fucking, novel paragraph like him? A screenplay? Yeah. Do you do you say I interior? <laughs> interior <laughs> pop it up. Act one, act two, act three. The, yeah, she has the whole script. I did mine like in, in paragraphs. But no, that's how I did mine too. I always like. I mean, they have to be long because it's me really angry. So that you can't just put a one liner, and you have to be descriptive because otherwise people won't trust you. Like the exactly. whole point of these, right? Like the whole point of these negative reviews is you really want people to listen to them so they don't go through what you went through. That's the whole point. Yeah, like you I want a Pulitzer Prize of Yelp. I want people to read it and be like, "That shit was like thought through." Yes. So, what was your what was the that. worst one that you wrote? What was it about? About I, I had a pair of heels that I needed to get new padding underneath, like to fix the heel, and I took it to this the shoe guy that's supposed to be amazing, best in town. Yeah. Turns out he ends up stealing my shoes, like stole them, <laughs> them to his wife. The dude stole your shoes? Dude stole my shoes. Like he's straight, I don't know, he's from Italy. He barely spoke English. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, I don't uh, know. And his wife is in the background laughing, like cracking up. And I am, I had to go back. Is she wearing the shoes? Because you said he gave them the She wasn't, she wasn't. But I know. It was for him. Because. Obviously, he, I mean, maybe he's wearing them. I don't know. That's fine. But, like, pretty sure he gave them to his wife. And they were really nice. Really nice pairs of shoes. So I wrote this scathing review. Like, horrific. And I got a lot of likes, you know, on Yelp. You can get likes and useful or whatever. So, yeah. Do people comment back on it? Yeah. Like, just saying thank you. (laughs) Useful. Appreciate it. Whatever. I, I, I just don't care enough. 
I mean, if we, after everything that happened with the Honda dealership, I'm like, I, I, I don't think that, like, if you really want to go somewhere, just go. And if it's shitty, it's just shitty and you don't go again. But that's because that's because we're talking about the negative side of it. Do you pay attention to positive reviews? Yeah, like for yeah, let's say for, let's say for instance for movies, like if no. you if you start no. hearing that people like no, hey no, this movie's a, this movie's amazing like you should go see it. you don't does that no. make you want to go no, no. I, I do not read reviews on films until I watch them oh yeah, like yeah. I, I I follow that I don't I don't, I don't go I by don't. reviews either. well I don't read reviews. But you, you, you do have your own opinion, and you're, and if someone were to ask you, what makes sense to me is someone asks you, hey, did you go to that joint? And you go, oh yeah, it was dope, or it sucked, well, or somebody was sucking dick will, in the bathroom. I will say, that's it. Dick in the bathroom, you know, I love. Go. My child is. <laughs> my seventeen-year-old is sitting right here, going, "Really, fucking mom? Like, okay, I'll put you." Oh. I say the phrase. Why don't you tell some of your kids are in the room? I actually say the phrase all the time, anyway. So I'm like, if I get. It was your. It was your story. So like, mm-hmm. here's the thing. So um, on that um, you know, on that review, I will say sometimes it is important to share an experience because I mean to go a little bit deeper. Sure, on maybe like the food or something somewhere is, is different. But I had different, I had people who commented on mine. Obviously it was long and it was descriptive. I made some funny jokes in there about certain things. But the, the, the part about being grabbed in the bathroom and just saying like, you know, that was inappropriate and all of that, it went deeper than just, you know, walking out and seeing something. This man actually had walked into the bathroom and was pulling me into something with his pants down. And so I had women who wrote, thank you, because like as a survivor of sexual assault, that would have triggered me and put me way over the edge. So to know, yeah. but the, the thing is, is that I had to explain, you know, to, to my own brain was you can find that, I mean, in any bar that could happen, but exactly. they, just, did just want, that dude. they did want to make sure, you know, their, their establishment did write back and say, we now have, you know, more uh, people on staff that are paying attention to these things because people came in and said, mm-hmm. oh, this is a regular occurrence in that bathroom. So they did write back and say, we, now we have more people on staff that's paying attention to those types of things. So you won't encounter that if you are like a big, like a survivor of something. So, I mean, I think that's when some people do care is if there's like an ongoing reputation situation that they may need to know about that, you know, I would want, if I owned a business, I would want to know what was going on that maybe the patrons saw that I, that I didn't see. And sometimes that only comes mm-hmm. through Yelp. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the fact that they um, they really live or die by it. I get it if you're in the service industry. And at, at first, I'm not sure if it was, because I always thought of Yelp for restaurants, not for other types of services. Like if you're, uh, I don't know, if you mow lawns, I don't really look at Yelp for that. Well, I don't have a lawn to mow, but the point is, uh, if I were, I, was, I, I don't think, when I think Yelp, I always think restaurants. Yeah. yeah. Right. And what, when it, I, I always thought that, well, you go to a restaurant, like you have your own experiences. It, it's one thing if, uh, if it's the actual uh, restaurant itself, like the people responsible for your one review, uh, your one star is because yeah, the, the food shitty, the chef is sick, the bartender is rude and the hostess is a drunk. Like yeah. I get that. If it's just them, but if it's just about, okay, these are people who happen to be here that day, they're just hanging out and they're loud and whatever. So I, my experience sucked. 
It's, I don't think that's fair to the business. No, I agree. Those are the stupid reviewers. Like, no one cares if the waiters are talking to each other amongst themselves. Like, I don't know why people even write. It's just, that's just rude and, I don't know, a waste of time. But if, let's say you're really hungry and you're on a road trip and you don't know any of the restaurants in the area and you really need to decide between like the three in town, you have Yelp mm -hmm. and you're going to look and see which one is the best or the worst. And it's really helpful because you don't, why do you want to go through an experience if someone already wrote about it? That's bad. You know, like it saves you time and money really. So but, I think they're helpful but, overall. But your experience is, can be totally different from someone else's. Sure. But like if someone says, oh, there was a cockroach in my food, are you really going to take that risk? I mean, like, if you even if it was pattern, just one person. Like think about if you see patterns on that person's Yelp. Yeah. You know, that's what I look more for is the patterns of something. If it's like we yeah. waited a long time for food and it's a weekend, I'm going to go, you know, they waited because it's a weekend, it's busy. But if everyone else had a really good experience, then I kind of balance that out. Um, I do want to tell something later because I've talked really long periods, so I'll do it later on how personally it did ruin me and, and affected my personal photography business and, and how intense it got for me um, in a little bit. But I want to take a break for me going into those long things. So I just wanted to add that. that actually, that's actually a question. Ladies and gentlemen, ask, another like, uh, how do y'all feel about when people use Yelp to like weaponize it against other people that they just don't like? Well, that's horrible. so. Yeah. Say like uh, the owner of a restaurant is racist or went yeah. viral because of this like stupid shit like and everybody goes one star. Yeah, that's what's been happening like recently. Like, the like all these, yeah. the cancel culture with racist people or whatever their motive is or somebody that offended somebody and you use the reviews as the way to kind of get retribution or justice for it. I'm on, mm. I'm on the fence. I don't know exactly how I feel. Well, you're not... I think it depends. Uh, if it's like, because uh, uh, see, it can't because I, I feel like it can't just it it, it can't depend because logic tells me it can't be like it has to be this way or it has to be equal, kind of. What do you mean? What do you mean by equal? Like, like so, sometimes like, it, you will, it will ruin your business, and sometimes like yeah, yeah, like oh. This like it's okay to cancel this person because they were racist, but you can't no don't cancel this one because this one blah 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 like whatever kind of logic you want to kind of, or justification you want to use for it. if we're, if we're gonna go a route of like using reviews to kind of cancel somebody we have to do it for everyone that kind of falls in that umbrella kind of that's kind of what I mean by it. I mean, Does that at times I felt really like. Um it's the only way to get justice against some people, you know, like, so I've been for it because I'm like, this is the only way to get justice. They're not going to get arrested or they're not going to get like, they're not going to have it, this hurt them unless it, it hits them where their business is. But then other times it's like, there are simpler lines. So, um, you know, I feel very conflicted about it as well. And I, I think that there's not always a black and white answer for it. So it, I mean, I think I'm glad we're having this yeah. conversation because it is tricky. I mean, until you asked that, I thought about, I mean, I didn't, I don't think I thought about it until I was like, how do I feel about that? Because if it's somebody that I know is maybe been wrongly accused, which I'll get into my story later, but uh, you know, it's one thing, but then I, I've also been a part of jumping on kind of a bandwagon to go one review some, someone who's racist and treated someone a certain way, which they were racist and 
I mean, they were horrible, but I don't, I don't know. I feel, I feel weird about like ruining an entire business where uh, that a lot of people that other people rely on, you know, for money and everything. And the owner did something stupid and people are talking shit about the business because that's the only way they can really hurt them. Okay. If, if we, if we flood your Yelp reviews with one stars and how crazy the owner is and how racist the owner is, we're going to get this shit shut down. And you're like, yeah, but what about the dude who just washes dishes? You know, yeah. he's going to lose a job. Wait, what about we, the hostess? And what about the Chick-fil-A too, or some, or bigger companies that are racist that are, are called out if people stop going to them but, as much, or does that, you know, like, I think, I don't know of a big to, one. I don't know of a big one that like, actually we, we talk took about any it. hits. We, we talk about I mean, like, like the type CrossFit, didn't it? Just like with the CrossFit owners saying something crazy, and people mm-hmm. wanted to kind of review. Yeah, that. but CrossFit's still going. I know, but people still tried. They like they attempted to. Well, and like of. Chick-fil-A yeah, but I mean, out and reviewed so much that because they were you know sort of homophobe and anti-gay rights. They had they changed their platforms and and the way that they started to behave lately because of all of that backlash and the reviews and things that they saw. So um, you know I don't know that yeah. they because it's kind of like the because it's kind of like the response of the company too, like mm-hmm. how they handle it. Like right. I mean, we did the whole thing with Unbelievable. Like that company didn't respond positively when everybody else is kind of speaking up repeatedly, telling them all their experiences they've had over there with racist things and with their owner but yeah it seems like there's a crowd that doesn't give a fuck yeah. kind of things that's the thing like if, if it's a if it's a local local spot it can really hurt them but if, if, if starbucks kicked out mm-hmm. uh you know two black guys are just chilling there you can't touch starbucks you can't touch chick-fil-a you can't touch uh what's the one with the arts and craft stuff hobby lobby yeah, you know, you don't agree with their agenda. Your one star ain't gonna do your, shit. Your stars so, won't, won't do anything. But what it did is it does. They, they do care about their brand. And so when Chick Fil A's uh, reviews started coming out like that, and then Popeyes came out with that chicken sandwich that was so, you know, like sold out everywhere. Chick Fil A started going, mm-hmm. oh, we don't have the market on this one sandwich that really makes our business. They, I mean, I, I read a bunch of articles at that time on just their, you know, their revenue, and um, it was like, first of all, they're racist. They're homophobic and their chicken sandwich is now number two compared to Popeye's. So they started, you know, mm-hmm. appealing more because of what they, they were saying. So you're not going to, you know, end their business. Of course they have enough customers, but um, it is going to change their, their, their bottom line and revenue. And so much to a point that they culturally changed uh, their opinions on an entire topic. So I wonder about that, you know, yeah, but is so- it worth it in that way? I mean, it did on the, on the, literally on the protest and on the pressure. It's not like, I mean, if, if you still love Chick-fil-A, then fuck it. <laughs> You're going to go to Chick-fil-A. Right. It's not, 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 nothing's, nothing's going to so change. Think, you, think, you think, oh, sorry, you could go. But no, sorry. It's just like, I don't understand. Like, I would never go to Chick-fil-A, even if I loved it, based on those principles. Like, there's a million other places to eat. I don't understand why people just don't care about the bigger picture. It's cracking that no sandwiches. Yeah, yeah but still, like, you know? why would I give money to someone who's a homophobe? Like, I wouldn't be friends with that person, so why would I give right. money? Like, it just doesn't what, just make sense to me. What about uh, Robert, who were, who's a cashier? Like, at a Chick-fil-A, you mean? 
Yeah. Well, Robert can hopefully find a job maybe at a McDonald's or somewhere else. Like, I mean, things, go I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying like, we're, we're not really paying Robert that much anyway. We're giving it to this big corporation who's doing bad things. Like it's a bad, evil Robert got benefits. corporation, hopefully. I mean, I think the you thing know, with Penelope thing is that, she, and I think it comes to this, it's a personal choice. So Penelope, for her own value system, her own rights, it, she doesn't want to go there. But Robert's still yeah. going to keep his job. There's enough people that don't give a shit that they're still going to go there. And yeah. so Penelope right. can make that choice for herself. And I think that kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier is that let people make their own choices for themselves um, in those yeah. experiences. So, Like, do you, do you trust reviews overall? I mean, we talked about movie reviews earlier. Like any other type of review? So this is where I was going to give my personal story if I can on this. Um, I was really traumatized by something like this. Um, like Ooh. I was a photographer that built up my reviews on wedding wire um, for, for about five years. And I was an international wedding photographer and I had perfect reviews. Um, I had never had a bad wedding. I, my rates were going up and keep in mind, like I was a single mom that didn't have money for marketing. I'm not going to try to struggle story this rags to riches or anything. So I just, but I busted my ass. I did it the way that I could. I learned, you know, YouTube videos, to, to get into this industry and teach me. And, and I really did like work my way up. Um, and I did so in making good experiences with my clients. So that's what I prided myself on. My name meant a lot here in San Antonio. It did when it came to wedding experiences, making people feel comfortable. One situation flipped everything around for me. And, um, I did two weddings. Um, I was, I just went through a divorce and again, I was using that, uh, which I should, you know, this is why we're buying a new car now, but I was, I was, I don't believe in having big car payments. And so I was driving some raggedy, you know, right car. And so I was just like, I'm just going to keep driving this car until it's done. Well, um, I had moved up to shooting like celebrity type weddings, people from American Idol and film and different things. Mm -hmm. And I was at, um, shooting a wedding one night at the St. Anthony hotel here in San Antonio that Lil John was at. Um, and so there was a lot of security and a lot Ooh, of things. Lil John, Lil John, the rapper, and his whole oh. crew and some other people. I don't want to keep name dropping, so I'll bypass that. But I just wanted to explain that there was the celebrity wedding, and so my mind was very, you know, like, got to be on your security and every. There's a lot of security going on, so usually I would have all my bags, you know, um, carried by my intern. But at that time, he didn't come. He came and he dropped off my hard drives and and all of my equipment that he had edited for me that week. So I do the wedding and um, I shot one the night before. So this was a Saturday night. Um, I was exhausted. I was tired. I found out my cousin had died in a, a mobile home fire that morning. So my brain, Holy shit. You know, just, it was just a lot. So, um, you know, I'm not thinking too much. Um, and I, I go and I, I put my stuff in my car and I put it in the back seat because I'm thinking, you know, I'm just going to go pick my kids up from the babysitter. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm exhausted. And I would shoot like 12 hour weddings. So, um, and I have, you know, a disease, so it was painful. I was driving home like, oh my gosh. Well, on my way home, my transmission goes out and I had known, I knew it was going to, it was, it was going to overheat the radiator. Sorry. The radiator is going to overheat because I know about cars, mm -hmm. but because I found out about the cousin passing that morning, I had to take a phone call from my dad and I didn't put the water in it, you know, cause and effect. So I overheat and I pull over into the Tiger Mart here on I-35 in San Antonio, 2 a.m. And people are coming home from the bars and leaving. 
I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to fix it myself and it doesn't work. Fast forward, a guy, um, anyway, I get robbed. Fast forward. Okay. So I get robbed. <laughs> what okay. the fuck? Yeah. Hold on. You go through all this and you go, I got yeah, robbed. So I get robbed because I, I want to shorten the story because I always talk so long. So I get robbed uh, to the Yelp part. And um, he takes both of my bags. I had, um, I was a spokesperson for a camera bag company. So I had these really fancy bags that oh my, God. my stuff. So I had uh, about $18,000 in cameras and lenses and my two hard drives that had the edited photos on them from weddings and things. So, you know, the next morning, I, I don't know what to do because I'm like, I lost it. The, the photos, the photos to these weddings are on the, in the card, on the card in the cameras, you know? Um, and so I'm like, the, there's, I mean, I had a backup shooter, but they're not me. They don't have my style They they paid for me. So I'm just, you know, I don't know what to do. And I, and I decide to let these two couples not, I didn't want to ruin their, their honeymoon too. So I didn't want to call them immediately and say, your photos are gone. So I waited until they got back, which is about a week and a half. Um, so when they get back, you know, I call them, their police report was there, the video was there, but I call them and I let them know what happened. And immediately they, they go through all of this stuff and all of this drama about why didn't you tell us earlier? But they, they kind of understood. Well, I thought everything was okay and I was going to refund them and then try to reshoot what I could with the family back in town and do what I could. Well, um, I always bring, I always brought interns with me to these weddings. And it just so happened at mm -hmm. that particular wedding, um, there was a big party of like really bougie ass people. They were celebrities and all of this stuff, right? And so the interns asking me things about business. Why would you carry insurance? Why do you have to have a million dollar policy before you can shoot places? All kinds of things. And I said, well, anything could happen. And I just randomly, coincidentally on this night, I go, you know, you could drive your car off into water. You could get robbed. And the oh bridesmaids heard me say this. So in their brain, drama, you know, drama brain, they were like, this is a setup. She already said something about getting robbed. This is fake. She didn't really get robbed and all of this. So I guess they were having a girl's night trying to console the bride because, of course, she was devastated. I, I can't even judge her for what she did to me after mm -hmm. this because of what she was going through. Her and her bridal party sat down and they wrote fake names and wrote fake occasions of what my studio looked like. They said my studio had crack, crack pipe in it. Um, they said that my kids were there and that my um, kids were swearing. And I'm not trying to get emotional. I don't know why I'm getting emotional. I haven't talked about this in so long. But they wrote like 18 to about 30 reviews of fake reviews. And um, this is how I took care of my children. This is how I paid for things. I was a single mom. This is my only source of income. And um, I had built so much and I knew she was devastated, but they made fake reviews. They made fake profiles. I contacted Wedding Wire and they told me that I could pay them $13,000 and they would remove it. Um, oh. But oh. I, had, I didn't have $13,000, you know? I wasn't rolling in any money. And no. so I was about to move to Seattle. And so I moved to Seattle and I had to finish first of all it was traumatic because I got robbed and then I'm thinking it could happen again I had to finish out because as a wedding photographer you book a year out the ones that did stay with me they did trust me I had to go keep you know shooting their weddings but basically the money had already been spent because they paid the money up front and then 
um, they all wanted, you know, these security fees in case they got, you know, I got robbed or something. So I had to pay all this insurance money and I had to buy new equipment again. I had to pay, pay for all of this equipment just to shoot their weddings. So I made no money. I had to go get oh two God. jobs when I was in Seattle and then my reputation. All right. Damn. That's a nightmare. How bad, how worse can it yeah, get? Yeah, to round this out, you know, I won't go into all of it, but to round it out, like that's you already did. This can destroy a person and it not even be true. So that's why I do get I do get mixed on it. Um so there's my personal experience from that um that on that topic. Yeah. That's horrible. Jeez. But I mean I got I got it all back because my people knew me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean so, look, it, it's makes that's you really know. all it takes. Yeah. So well to Obi, what do you think? Like is, do you think that's uh like using weaponizing reviews actually doesn't it, it doesn't matter. It could be a movie that everybody's pissed about. <laughs> Or a you know, a retail store, and everybody's pissed about. It. They're gonna go on, on, on anywhere on Amazon too. I'm still fifty fifty on it because like if there's it was, a lot of there's like business. a lot of nuance in it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. difficult to kind of because uh, because even because even because even with like the way Kim just told that story, even as traumatic as of the experience that she just went through with that. Uh, and them trying to cancel her, she still has this level of like sympathy for her point of view, like their point of view of how that situation happened with they, they, you get married one time, you, mm-hmm. you know, you lost all your photos from that one event. It's, it's like that risk you take. Like, I mean, anything could happen pretty much. Like, uh, that was always like my number one nightmare. Like, oh man, I shot, I have all this stuff on my camera. Like if I lose this footage from these people's wedding, I remember I was like the day before this wedding that this couple paid me a lot of money to shoot. I even had a second photographer and, or, or no, I didn't have a second photographer for this wedding, but, but I got hospitalized the night before. Oh. And I'm just like, I, I'm supposed to go shoot this wedding, like in a couple hours, like, and I cannot yeah. find anybody at midnight because I just had like a crisis and I'm in the hospital and like it's just like I don't know what the fuck to do right now. But it, it ain't, you, you gotta be I don't know. They could have they could have reviewed my whole website and, and ripped me to shreds and just like destroy me. Like I, did you tell them? I I found I made Echo go and do it for me. Echo's not a photographer. Like <laughs> I just told, I coached him like the whole time. Like I'm in the hospital, in my hospital bed, and I'm just coaching him. Like just yeah. set the try. Just if you as long as you get this shot, I'll be able to make some do some fancy editing with it. Like it was it it was one of those situations kind of thing, but. It was. Uh, I can't imagine being on both ends. Karma wise, like, you know, I don't know if it's karma or what, but a year later I got a call from, it actually happened with, with two, I lost two weddings. So I had to refund them. And, and one was extremely, you know, understanding, but the other girl was just devastated and broken. Honestly, like, I mean, I just, I, I can't imagine I've lost photos of things before that was like two photos and I've been devastated. Yeah. But um, yeah. the girl that was so, she just wouldn't let it go. Like she, would write she would write on my daughter's pictures on instagram like i like i hope she loses like when she finally gets married one day i hope you lose the photos too so she wouldn't let it go but an, a year later that's um some evil shit yeah but my, my yeah that's still, different level 
still withstood that, that you know, in the community. So I, I, I was thankful for that, that building a reputation with other people was worth it. But karma or something came around because a year later, uh, she reached out to me and she was, you know, crying and she was saying sorry. And she said, um, you know, I, I got robbed and they took everything from my work computer, everything I was working on, everything out, just out of my truck. Um, and, and I lost every, she was a writer. I lost everything I was writing for the company. I was, everything I was writing for, you know, that my client and it's all gone and I have to pay the advance back. She pretty much had a very similar situation happen to her. And that's when she had empathy for it. So that's when she took all the wedding wire reviews and that kind of stuff down um, a year later, but I was already kind of moved on. I see it as a blessing. Honestly, honestly, I see that shit as a blessing because it moved me out of being a wedding photographer. I've been hearing that I needed to move up and into something else and that pushed me out. And now I get to do so much more and I get paid so much more and, and my body couldn't withstand that job anywhere way. So I'm good with it. But yeah, karma did come back around on that, uh, you know, at that time. Um, so it was pretty wild. Did you ever respond like to all that negativity? Did you ever respond and explain it or? Yeah, I tried at first. Um, but then, you know, what's funny is here's something I did. I have a friend, her name's Sasha. And, um, we were both a fan of the movie eight mile. And we're also a fan of like telling your weaknesses and anything, you know, as back said, I'm a mindset coach. So talking about your weaknesses up front so people cannot weaponize them against you. So when I was trying to get back online, I'd gone offline for a year. So when I was trying to get it, get back, I was like, I'm scared. I was really traumatized by it. I lived my life so much online that it just ripped me. It really bothered me. And so um, her name's Sasha and she's a really outspoken girl. And she was like, nah, we're not doing this. You coming out, I'm going to do a whole interview. She has a, a pretty well-known blog, a well-known blog. And she's like, um, what we're going to do is we're going to eight mile it. So you know how Eminem at the end, he says all the things about himself. So uh, yeah, the, other the white trash and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm this, I'm so, that. So the other rapper has, when it comes yeah. to him, he's like, uh. so I came on and I spoke to my weaknesses. I said, I probably could have handled it differently. I could have done this, put this in place, made sure my car was this, you know, I just said everything that somebody could have said. And I said, you know, I, I not only forgive them for where they're at, but I empathize with the brides. But I forgive myself for not setting up things. You know, I was going through a divorce, but you know what? I learned from it. And as soon as I have a tribe of women that have known me for about 10 years and they're just, they, they're ride or die. As soon as these girls started to come in and started serious, like shut the fuck up, Kim. Um, so basically <laughs> this is not your show. Thank you. This is, this is, this is OBN uh, back show. So basically, so basically at the end of it, uh, you know, I knew the comments were going to come. I knew these girls would, would find me because they, they had been nailing me all year. They'd been finding anything I posted. So the first comment was from this one girl that wouldn't let it go. And she wrote something negative, you know, and I went to go right back and I didn't need to because I started getting these notifications on the blog. And it was like all these women that had found and Googled this girl and found her dancing on tables and finding her doing other stuff and was like, do you want to be judged for your past? Do you want to be, but do you want your stuff on blast? And they were like, I've known Kim for years and like, how dare you? And she's a mom and she's this, and she paid you. I didn't have to say one word. It was like 162 women of all these thousands of hundreds of women I've made contacts with over the years that came to my rescue. So to wrap this up, okay. if I could have a I just wanted to make the point <laughs> no, sorry, that if yeah. it happens to you, just, you know, just, you know, this is the importance of building a good reputation online with your people that you won't have to come to your defense that, that other people will. 
Well, I'm, I'm more, I'm really interested about the, the idea that uh, we, we live in a society where like our opinion matters, you know, it matters on social media. Uh, and we talked about that last time, but it also, it can also make a business, you know, thrive or, or crash. Um, and the idea that, yeah, I'm going to say this and people are going to like, uh, and I'm, go- I'm helping people by telling them, oh yeah, don't go to this place. And my opinion matters. And, and the fact that uh, Yelp has a, like a ranking system, like, you know, the Yelp elite. I went to, uh, uh, you ever been to a Yelp party? No. No? No. So back then they used to have Yelp parties, which are, let's say a restaurant's about to open. Um, and the chef is there and it's just like preparing all the food and the only people allowed or a designated, uh, like a VIP list of professional Yelpers. So they were going to get firsthand experience on the food of this restaurant that's about to open. And they literally walking around just, you know, looking down, you know, with their, with their pinkies up. And judging this guy's food and rest, like basically what his restaurant was going to be, uh, before everybody else, because they're the, they're the top notch. They're the people like, oh, if this person said, uh, that this place sucks, it's got to suck because of their status in the. I mean, they the, still do that, but it's morphed from those Yelp parties to now they do uh, like these in- influencer launches, yeah. like for for different brands or restaurants. Like they'll get all like it was say for instance it's a makeup line they get all the top makeup like people that are on youtube and they they all bring them up like to sephora or something and they all start doing a they all do a vlog about it all like Mm -hmm. all their channels and it's like that's how the brands that's like the go-to way now to go and launch your brand or your album or your whatever Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just morphed so Penelope, you're in New York. Like, um, I always had this idea that like the bigger cities didn't really people didn't really care as much because there's just so many there's so many things and places to go and all of that that people don't really care as much on that. Like, maybe the smaller towns are the ones that like focus more on like trying to ruin people. Like, do you how do you do you see it differently in different places you've lived? Yeah, I actually think it's the opposite from what I have witnessed like okay new york everyone is about reviews like yeah, i thought they would give it to your face oh yeah i would think that as as in your face as new york is you know big city multicultural and all that stuff if you don't like a place mm-hmm. you're gonna tell you're gonna tell like say so like right okay. there but there's 100%. so but also online like reviewers are big like it's a big thing and even before Yelp and everything, you know, like the New York Times would review every single restaurant and people would flock to that. And now it's just, you know, there's so many reviewers. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, Austin, I guess, is not really a small town, but to me, it's smaller. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah. everyone was happier and no one really like cared about that kind of shit. And it was just more of like a community. Everyone was supporting each other. New York is completely opposite. So, yeah. And New Yorkers expect like creme de la creme, best service, best food, like best everything. Really? Oh yeah. 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 I can see I that. I definitely noticed that. 
Yeah. Wow. I mean, if if you if you know New York, and I don't, I ne- I guess I never expect that. I'm like, really? look, it is what it is. No, I'm like, I I've always, uh, my mom always says, you know, don't don't disrespect somebody who's serving you food. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I don't care what their personality is. I don't care. I, I'm not saying treat me like shit, right. but but like. Uh, I'm like, look, at the end of the day, I came here to eat. Here's my food. Yeah. You see what I mean? I think and the I think more saturated of places that, that you have that, that luxury. So that's probably a little bit of the, the culture. Like there's so many places that if you don't like it, you can go to a place that does it better. So that makes sense. Exactly. So that, I mean, and I think people really respect food in the city. Like I think people take it really seriously so people are just reviewing to be dicks like it's not that common at least what i've seen but they really want honesty like people especially new york like they want honesty so something that was you know people want to eat for the first time is not that great they're gonna say it like it's just like you said like the honesty it's just it's all around so you can't really avoid that you know what if what if we take it off of like the digital format like, say, for instance, like your friend calls you up. Hey, Penelope, like you should come to this bar because they have the best drinks over here. Mm-hmm. Do you take that more? Does that get more weight to you? It depends on the friend. Like, okay. Because I have some really dumb friends that don't give a shit about like quality of food or service or whatever so i don't really trust their judgment but then i have people that are crazy about it so i'm like i really trust their judgment so it really depends i mean i'll go forever it's not like i won't go into a place <laughs> but you know you like to I, if, if you wanted to uh um improve uh yelp what would you add fucking because their motto has not changed. It's still, put put you know, guys on there. I want to know from ex-girlfriends what the fuck <laughs> their ratings are. Like, how <laughs> fucking cool would it be? Because I'm single, okay? I'm single. And if I could find, like, a little bit out about a guy based on, like, his exes, it'd be so much easier. I <laughs> Isn't there an app for that already? No, there well, isn't. They did actually have a site that got sued and taken down um, like a couple of years ago. I forgot what it's called. That was Colin, can you look it up? There, what was it called? But it was a What, the dirty? Yeah, it was. A, no, not the dirty. Not the dirty. The, the, the dirty. There was something that allowed people to talk about their exes, though. Yeah, the, the, really? there was a website. Yeah, and, and it, seriously, they would rate like, you know, three star, five stars, whatever. And I, and I think it was only for dudes. Yeah, only mm. for like, It was a woman. They didn't have the opposite. I think. But a, a bunch of men got to together and like did a class action lawsuit saying that they had like, you know, she had ruined their lives basically for dating and everything else because she yeah. allowed that to go up. So Correct. there's a movie based on it as well. I, I can't think of it, but yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it did. I it, mean, but, it's obviously messed up. It obviously is not the right thing to do, but you know. But you would be a subscriber. Well, you know. <laughs> You'd be a subscriber. <laughs> you would be on there. A premium, Do you premium know plan, how much Penelope? time I waste? Like, I don't know who's single in this. I'm chat, single. Like, it is a lot. Obvious. Right. I'm, or wherever it is. It's a painful process. 
Oh, it's painful, you guys. Like it it's, is. it's rough out don't, there. Don't come back out in these waters. It sucks. How would you like it if there were reviews about you? No, it'd be horrible. I'd fucking kill myself. <laughs> <But> <laughs> well, like, you know. I know. No, I'm saying it's obviously not a reality. You know, I would make. I would have an NDA form on my phone. Like, hey, before <laughs> we order appetizers, I need you to sign this NDA saying you. Yeah. <laughs> You won't be talking about this date to anybody else. Like, <laughs> telling me that I'm weird. Like I get along with all exes, but one. And um, like even I just I, did I too. just hired one to uh, give my uh, give Jaden uh, piano lessons, and we were just talking back and forth. And Jade's like, because you know his dad is married now, but he had other experiences, and he's just like, how he's like your boyfriends are like part of our lives. Like they still, we still do things and they still like help out or they're, you know, they're a coach for something or they like, some of them are my clients or my media company. So, um, like I, I, I think I would have one reviewer though, that would like probably like, like have me completely canceled. I was a, yeah, yeah but you just give yourself a five-star review. No, I can't. You, you be that owner. <laughs> this goes in there. My place is dope. I'm a great I wish person. I could though. Like, give myself that but like i definitely messed one relationship up where i was crazy i was fucking nuts so like i know he would never rate me like one he, bad review it, yeah but it was bad it was a bad Four stars. and well deserved like i was it was after a divorce and i was crazy i just i, I hadn't adjusted oh, to not being married and i just you know my brain was not adjusted to not being married so it was a weird time i was crazy for sure so <laughs> it was a well-earned i think one. we all have that one person where we feel like we fucked it up I definitely have that. Well, I didn't. I'm glad I'm not with him. I will say that I'm glad I'm not with him. But the you know the way I did it was bad. But I'm older now. I was Uh younger. (laughs) I wonder. But have did we get any? Now I have to find our website. Did you find any? uh, Carlin said he had some Yelp reviews that were funny. Were we going to do those? Yeah. I I was so about that. There, so there was the there was the issue that uh, one owners goes go in there and actually yelp about their own businesses, um, or they can buy like fake, um, you know, fake yelp reviews, mm-hmm. and and then you get the people who are just trying to be funny. Yeah. And so they give it one star. That, that I saw one. Call if you can pull it. I saw one that was like uh, one star. I was murdered there. And you're like, <laughs> okay, you're not. <laughs> That's so dumb. Yeah. So, but there's a lot of those. Yeah. There's a lot of those, and 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 people just now because I mean they just want to be funny, and and so, well, one, have you ever tried Yelp something? You're like, yeah, I'm just doing it because because I can really. There's no other reason, and you're just trying. I mean, I know some. As far as jails go, this is the creme de la creme. First off, you don't even need a ride here. They pick you up from anywhere. Sometimes they even get you out of bed and bring you, and it's all free of, I'm assuming, charge. I, you, I can't read it all. Free of charge, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, yes, I, I actually know a couple. I mean, I, I know a lot of places that will pay uh, funny reviewers to go in and do that kind of stuff. That's weird. Did you want to read it? Why would you pay for that? Did you want to read that one? Best place to load up on cheese, cheap beans and rice while the girl you've casually been screwing something to take her pet rabbit to the emergency, probably to take her emergency, her pet rabbit to the emergency vet around the corner because it got into her something stash while you were casually screwing her and you don't have the balls to just completely leave her there and trek back to Manhattan because she is the kind of... 
she's kind of freaky and the sex is good enough to keep having is, but still you need to eat and there's nothing to do at the emergency vet but wait and since a pot eating bunny isn't is not really class one trauma and you don't really know her well enough or care too much about a damn rabbit that runs freely through the apartment and eats weeds to stick around and hold her hand or anything so but the difference in chat that is hold on, hold on. that that, 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 that is way too much time on your hands Awesome. Nothing, did you that's write that? Yeah. <laughs> that's like the version, high version of a Kim. <laughs> yeah. But people I mean, this, know this... the difference. I mean, you know the difference between someone who's just like fucking off and really being serious, well, right? Like, yeah, well, how far down tell. do you scroll? How far down do you scroll, first of all? Me, personally? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I could tell right away. Like, you can tell right away, I feel. Can you can you like uh, change the order by newest, like most recent or like top or yeah, something? Yeah, I think you can. Like like on Amazon. Yeah, I think you can. And so, like, you only read like the first three. The stars are there. For, the stars are there, so you don't have to really type anything, mm-hmm. right? right? Or do you, or do you well, have they, to actually enter? You, have to type? Don't they ask you to write at least a sentence? I thought they did. Maybe not. You have to write five, like five words or something. Right, right. Five I words? A, a mm. I mean, I will say like, I mean, it, there, there is a place for the funny, the, the writing things. Like there's t- there's all kinds of TikToks, YouTube. They've been on the Tonight Shows, the Late Shows, reading these Yelp reviews that are funny. And like I said, these, these restaurants to get publicity will do that. They'll have people come in and write funny things. You know, just like the Twitter wars back between people online, um, the social media people that run Wendy's or pizza hut and Domino's. they're always going back and forth people they they love to get the, these kind of things written because it gives them publicity and people will sit and read funny yelp reviews that's why i mean it was probably easy for carlin to google funny yelp reviews and get a bunch of sites oh that's tons of sites and there's, there's a bunch of tiktoks up. i know there's youtubes dedicated to it so yeah and like you know, the, jewish the, posts them like fuck that guy's still around yeah yeah, yeah God, damn. Spears, like does special things just for him this is for the this oh. not you. Uh, yeah, I think it's her her pose her same pose thing that she does. But I think it's she, her peasant no, tops. Her peasant tops, yeah, and her like yeah. low nineties. Yeah, I mean everyone mm-hmm. says free Britney, but I'm all about it. Like if she's if she's living it up for herself, I think she's fine. Funny. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. Too. You know, my favorite type of review the people who do unboxing videos uh, on YouTube. I just did an unboxing today. <laughs> For, you for my vlog, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's when my vlog is coming out. It's unboxing. It's coming out <laughs> in a couple. Are you serious? Yeah. How long like is it? Because I, huh? It's like five minutes. <laughs> but what did you unbox? Well, you gotta watch the video to find out. <laughs> no. Oh, come on. You like <laughs> no, I I unboxed um a box of Chip- um, Chipotle. No, a, a game that I got. I bought from my patio. Like one of those, like a game? Oh, yeah. like a board game or something, kind of? like a a multi person game that yeah, like, an interactive one, like a bar, yeah, one, like a Jenga, like oh, a Jenga yeah. or a Connect Four or something you could do out with a bunch of people. So it took five minutes to unbox the game. Yeah, there's <laughs> multiple. There's multiple <laughs> spot. I put it together. No, I'm just. Saying, I, like, hold on, hold on. That's a lot, dude. You were comment. You you were doing the commenting as you were doing it. Yeah. So it is this much by this much, and look, you can you cut it open and you open well, like that. Oh, I love the packaging. There's a bunch of pieces. So <laughs> that 
Okay, you have to tell us what it is, or we're gonna have to we're gonna keep guessing. It's a it's a putt putt game. <laughs> so a putt putt game. I told you this. Like, you like, reviewed you reviewed a putt putt game. I um, reviewed the grass. I reviewed the clubs. <laughs> I reviewed the balls. I reviewed <laughs> yeah. You reviewed the balls and the grass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you reviewed the balls and I'm the in, grass. I'm too. buying more grass to cover the whole, whole patio. So. Cover the balls. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I'm so horrified. Why? Why? What do you have? What do you have against unboxings? <laughs> I, I don't have anything. It, it blows my mind that I mean, I've seen some that are really like. First of all, I saw I've seen some that were done by like twelve year olds. Yeah. yeah, they they have a, mon- yeah, they a, have a monopoly a on it. Yeah, yeah. There's a kid who his job is to unbox toys or something. He does the toys. You're right. He's the yeah, multi multi millionaire. Yeah, that's nuts. but it's also a calming. It, it's a calming effect. So they 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 looked into it. It's the psychology of someone. It's just like you know when you watch Tasty. A lot of people do not make those those foods that they watch the five minute meals. They just it's very right. calming to watch something that has an ending that you can kind of rely on that you know is not going to jump out and be like ah you know that's why people like to watch the same movies over and over because they know how it's going to end if they have anxiety. So the boxing triggers the same type of psychology. I was a horrible influencer, by the way. Like, they send me free shit all the time, and, like, they want me to unbox it, and I just can't – I do it wrong, or I just can't do it. I put the dress on. <laughs> I mean, there's the whole science. Yeah, yeah you got to be good at it. Seems I watch a bunch right, of them. Obi. If you took there five is something you right. soothing about watching somebody, like, open something that you're interested in, like, oh, shit. No, sometimes there's not even any openings. Like, the guy I, – I was, I was looking for a wallet. And I'm like, yeah, I could go on Amazon and all that stuff. And I'm like, there's got to be somebody who reviews wallets. And there is. There's a dude has a whole website and a whole channel. And when I say hundreds of wallets, that's all he does. So he'll put, like, he has a whole production where, like, he'll put the wallet on the table and he has, like, a, a pen and he goes, look, and you open it like this. And then it has two pockets on the side. And look, I can fit this card, but not that oh. card. And the it was like 10 minutes long <laughs> and he has thousands of views apparently there are people who just love wallet reviews so you do like reviews you do like reviews you, you, i didn't say you, you like it you watch, I don't, I don't, you, watch oh, you, you watch nardwar and he reviews <laughs> records <laughs> no 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 it does i don't think he reviews them nardwar uh, reviews yeah he does because he goes over the artwork and the track list and all that too that's a review yeah but it, it, it's more i think it's funnier because Nardwar is a character and it goes like this all the time. I love it. I didn't say I don't like reviews. When do you hear me? When do you hear me say that? I, I don't write. You're hating off. on Yelp. Mm-hmm. I'm not hating on Yelp. Yeah, you are. You're a hater. <laughs> haters don't know that they're a hater. Right, right. They don't. No, haters really don't. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm not. I don't. To me, I I don't write them. I didn't say I didn't consume them. I said I don't okay. write them. Okay. So sure. Southport Hyundai is not getting. I told him when I left. I said I'm not gonna go ride a Yelp. It was horrible. Just check your shit and make sure next time doesn't happen. That's it. I'm not gonna go. Do you want me to write it for you? Because like, I will. <laughs> <laughs> right. Outsource to Penelope. Yeah. Why does it say your location's in New York? <laughs> like a little bit off topic. Can I ask Penelope a question, or are you guys too? Just in the world, since we're in, you spoke on influencing, um, not so, this has nothing to do with reviews, but just since mm-hmm. you're in acting and right. you guys are in film and stuff. Um, I 
you know, I search trends a lot for my company. And I've noticed a lot of TikTok, Instagram, anything, a lot YouTube, a lot of influencers are showing up as lead actresses in the next year or two in like these these films um, with no acting experience or anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I just asked that because I literally was like, please, God, no. There's a, a the girl that is big on TikTok. She's in a remake of the 90s uh, romantic comedy. She's all that, which I adore. Oh, um, what's oh, her yeah. name? Yeah. Uh, Madison Wright. Madison. Yeah. And yeah, she has like I no acting that. experience. And I'm just like, I wanted to see another version, but like, I don't want it to. <laughs> I'm torn. So I, I personally uh, don't like it. I think it's bullshit. I mean, these people, I mean, it takes a lot of skill to be an actor. It's a lot of work. It's really yeah. hard work. And mm. you have to be good at it. And they're just choosing celebrity. And it's just, it's not fair. It drives me crazy. Um, uh, like what yeah. yeah the reason i was like asking that. is because in the world of influencing my daughter is um you know she's in plays and she does like theater she's 16 and she's kind of moving up in that way but she stays away from social media as much as she can but it just seems like she has in order to get seen or when she has applied for things people want to know what her following is and it makes me really angry yeah. because that it, it comes into play i mean luckily she gets plays and she gets roles and leads off of her talent sometimes, but sometimes she misses them because of the fault fo the followers. And I think it's bullshit. So I just wanted yeah. to probably get my own validation there. Sorry. To I mean, I, I struggle with it too. Like I really, really hate social media, but I have to be on it. And it's just like this constant battle because it's not authentic. Like it doesn't show really my skill and people care about your following and like all this stuff, everything that you, you know, you're posting and I, it just drives me insane. But I mean, Obi, you're probably in the same, same boat, like with film, you have to yeah. post your shit. But <laughs> yeah, like I felt like when I was still trying to like work in a bunch of different projects, mm -hmm. I felt like, man, they like all the networking is through social media. Like if I'm, if I don't have this Facebook, I, I'm not going to be able to see who's asking for somebody to work on this or, or, or whatever. It's just, it's like the it's like it's part of the two it's like the two edged blade kind of thing. Double it's like one one yeah, it's like one side's good and then the other side is really bad too. Yeah. Is there a is there a site out there where there's actually ratings for actors too or staff? You no, know, this director, this you know, grip, this uh, assistant producer. No, nah, not an actual. Not is there something like that out there? No, it's just not, work. Not yet. Then not yet. Not that I've seen. Not only, yet. Only, only, be, no, the closest, the closest thing is like Rotten Tomatoes, but that's like a whole project. That's not it just, like an it, individual. It comes down to the same thing that um, happened with the woman who had the site about people. You have to have basis for why you would be ranking a person or leaving feedback. And so you, you open yourself to slander. There's all kinds of legalities. So that's, that's why you, you can't really review people unless they exactly. are a service. So I doubt that that's going to come around anytime soon in that way. But I mean... We have enough people with opinions that post opinions. So I right. don't know. Oh, that's all we do. That is all we do is like, look, my, my word counts. Yeah. I voted in this country or don't, doesn't matter. But what I got to say, somebody has got to right. hear it. And I think there is this aspiration to become one of the influencer and, and run shit. So now my voice really counts. Like I really have, a platform people are going to listen to me so when something happens and i'm like oh i wonder what 
this person's sake, what this person thinks about this business, this product, even this person, really. Yeah. I mean, now we're at a place where you almost have to, um, like you really, a lot of people that want to become influencers, you know, I coach this with our clients sometimes. They'll take anything. They'll take any product, anything that people will send them. So it looks like they're an influencer. And that used to work. And I would get stuff and I'd be like, we, I mean, we would get stuff. We didn't know how, but we realized my address was on my legal stuff. So I was like, how the hell am I getting all this free shit that I didn't ask for that I don't back, you know, because of my chronic illness, but I feel like I either need to put it up or I need to send it back. Um, and so we've come to a place now where like almost you, you to have integrity, you're going to have to start minimizing, you know, there was a lot of influencers that were selling skinny tees and all kinds of random things, bracelets. And, um, I even, I've turned down a bunch, I don't have a big following, but I've turned down a bunch of influencer things in this past year to kind of streamline what I wanted to focus on. And it led me to some bigger opportunities. So I think some people are going to have to get that way or it'll drive them crazy. They'll be trying to push skinny tees and bracelets and scrunchies and not make very much money, but be selling their soul all day. So would you want to be an influencer, Penelope? Not an influencer. I want their money. Like I would love to get paid <laughs> what they're doing. I think their job is bullshit. I mean, we all know it's bullshit, right? But yeah, um, it's like it's they live off of it though. They well, you have it's an image. Too. It's like you're you're doing yeah. an image. It's you like you're a caricature kind of. So you have to be careful because there's the influencers that literally will say ad and they don't give a shit about what they're selling or anything. But then you have right. some people that have like a platform of something that they they are known for, whether it be music or it be something, and they're asked to share with their following something that they actually believe in, like partnerships, like Selena Gomez partners with Puma and or Demi Lovato does Fabletics because she's working out and she made her own line. You know, she really did use those before she made that line. Um, some influencers, it's fake. I'm like, I know you don't like that damn candle because exactly. I've never seen you use it or you got six other candles you talked about last week. Um, but I, I just signed a deal on something that was important to me, water that I do get behind. The company is interesting. Back was a part of that conversation. Um, he had to translate. Yeah, you mean to tell me, Kim, you don't support sugar bear hair pills? <laughs> like every other Instagram girl that's on the internet? I don't. No sugar bear hair You don't have to tell me what that is. I don't. <laughs> I see it on every single person. It's like the, the, it's, they're, 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 they're like vitamins. No, that's a real thing. Yeah, they're supplements. Oh. Um, I do support, I do support supplements, but like if you go to mine, I'm boring. Like, I support like the ones for autoimmune systems and getting your immune together and your gut health. So I'm not, that's why I'm not the one that people really seek out and I'm not as known in certain areas, but I do get paid money. Like, I mean, I'm not going to try to say too much, but I do get some money because my people buy the products that I do put up because they know that if it's You're coming from me, you know, it's not the influencing part. Like I, I've explained to the people that follow me, I would rather inspire you to look into your own health and if this product matches that, then, then I want you to go with it. I, I go for inspiration over influence. I don't want to influence someone. I'm sure it happens. I've posted something and they'll do it. But like, um, you know, back we were talking over that, the deal that I just signed um, to be the spokesperson for mm -hmm. that company. When I posted it, if you read on my Facebook, there's like 100 plus comments of people going, I drink Voss. I drink Fiji. I drink black water for my alkaline water. problems. 
And it's all water. But it's all water, but like the but the alkaline water is important if you are someone who has like uh, autoimmune issues and you are highly acidic. That's why I got into black water and I was in their ad. So, I mean, that's why I did get behind that one because I do believe in the quality of water for certain people like myself, it matters. So to my chronic illness community, that matters. Now to everybody else, it's like, fish, this is just some fucking water, whatever. And I'll just drink this water. <laughs> so that's why I think it matters. And I like to tell people, I would rather inspire you to educate yourself on it and then decide. I don't want to influence you just because I have it. Obi, what do you want to do with your vlog? Me? Yes. Is he wants to inspire. More I want to make money. Subscri subscriber. <laughs> I see. That's what I want to do. I want to make money. <laughs> so, I mean, so you want to become... At least he's honest. You know, yeah, look, I, I, but at the end of the day, I think that's that's what all these all these kids that always have their phones on and that are sharing 24-7 every moment of their life, that's what they want to be. Yeah. It's a, and, it's like, in that process... But it's like... I. I, but part of me feels like I'm opening this like Pandora's box because it's like I don't want to be famous. I just want to. I just want to have a secondary income. <laughs> like I just that's hey. that's the thing that I I want. Like I feel like I feel like in my mind I want to only get to a certain limit and then cap it and like oh no more. This You're is good. It. That's but, it. Like, really? But there's, to, but there's no way to. There's no way to control that though. There's so many I, like. What's the number? What's like, the number? As long as you're not fake. The number? Obi. A thousand. <laughs> but listen. A thousand dollars? You're not fake. No, a thousand subscribers. <laughs> like, if we see you. You need more than that. That's bullshit. Obi, we're going to be like, dude, come on now. Like, really? You, you're, not, you're not that type of person. There, there are good influencers that make a lot of money because they, they do have integrity. So, I mean, I, there's, there's yes. two sides to that world. And, and Obi, like having it be your goal be money is not a bad one as long as you keep your integrity with it. Yeah, you sell your soul if I see I'm you in some right. damn speedo. Keep it real, yeah. Obi. You can only keep it real. <laughs> hey, if you see me selling nipple clamps and stuff, like, you know, <laughs> I, I sold myself. <laughs> the industry like i don't care I don't what know. i'm selling I anymore see that, I'm, I'm like i might be inspired to be like well let me be a little bit more open because i, mean, <laughs> I have honestly hey we'll support you there's been mm, some influence that have really opened my thinking like and i've been like i can i can buy some lingerie that looks like that before if they're if they're comfortable <laughs> like oh i have straight lingerie oh that i've seen that influencers have put up because i've been like I'm coming close to 40. I need to, I want to feel good about myself. And it has helped me feel better having an illness. So as long as you're doing good, but I've had friends call me out. If I posted something in the early days that they knew was bullshit, they were like, bitch, we both, we all know that you know. And so when I have, if you have somebody that keeps. But you got paid. I, I got, I got paid and I didn't feel good about it. And then I stopped it. Like we, I mean, you, you can ask Sinjin, you can ask any of my but, friends. I don't take things that I don't believe in now. Obi, mm -hmm. you, you're going to have to bump that thousand. Yeah, <laughs> thousand. fine, fine. You need 5, at least 000? 50. I mean, what? what? Why do you know? Wait, what? Oh, what were you? What was your number? There's millions to be made, Obi. Why? Why are you saying? No, dude. We're, there's because no that's all that's because that was the bare minimum to start being monetized. So I was like, oh, I'll, it's a thousand dollars. It's a thousand you get? subscribers. No subscribers, sorry. Yeah. You get nothing out I'm of I'm going to mind coach yeah, you right now. Just I, I, you're you're not going to live. You, we do not aim low, Obi. We aim high. <laughs> no. We aim high and hope that we get halfway yeah, there. 500,000. We never Fine. aim low and I'll, 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 I'll change my mindset. 
<laughs> oh, you're going about this all wrong, man. I was going to review this. I, I'm going to unsubscribe. <laughs> if that's your goal? No. I'm one gonna, out of 15. You're going to keep me away from my thousand. Yeah, well, when, when, when you come back, when you come back with real numbers and said, look, I'm going for a million followers. I want to be, I want to be bigger than all these radio personalities and all, all these yeah. people. Yeah. And then boom. But a thousand man, I'm come on. Fine, fine. I'll, I'll even buy coffee with that. You, you can't even go to a dollar store with that. Both my kids and Sinjin and our professional YouTube account subscribe to you. After the fine. show. I would, I'll do, I'll do 20,000, 20,000. God damn, dude. You just gained gonna... five new followers and we're done. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's not how this works. Okay. Cause you, yeah, I don't know. Marlon, what do you pull up? Uh, what, what, who's the big uh, YouTuber right now? Uh, King Bach. Go, go to King Bach's uh, YouTube thing. King Bach? He has like 17 million. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Do you think it was aiming for 20,000? No. No. James Charles. But, he, no. but he's trying to get famous. Oh, he's going for, for he's thousand. trying to get famous. You I'm not to trying to get famous. You got to get famous to get it, to make it. Yes, get famous, get paid. But I discovered there's this bubble below fame where they still make money. (laughs) No, you don't get famous. Uh, How are we ever going to say we did it? We did a podcast. Oh well, never mind. Penelope's already famous. I got y'all. We're good. (laughs) That's y'all job. Yeah, I was like, we're good. Eleven point four million followers on YouTube. King Beck. So. You're gonna be famous. So just move the decimal one spot, and there you have my number. (laughs) Dude, you gotta reach higher because you'll never make it if you don't. Fine, fine. It's still 1.1 million. See, I'll let you know how my unboxing video goes. And how are you planning to get all these followers? Like, what is? Doesn't Kim know this? What is the magic to getting followers? Oh, we're gonna start the whole show. Yeah, she. She'll teach. She'll show you. Yeah, if you go back to last week, or if you just, okay. if you can just, I mean, if you if you ever want to know, since you, I mean, you got to kind of do stuff with your. I'm really curious. I mean, I honestly, back we talked about it last time. Let's just do a Zoom hangout and chat about it. Put Adam yeah. in, you guys. Yeah, we'll just chat another time. I'll 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 help you. I mean, it's. I'm just crazy. so curious. I'm tired like, of people I know charging so much fake shit to teach people lies. I like so I give so much free information out. Like it's such lies that they're paying these. I'm down. Take this class, take this class, and, and they they tell you stuff. But they already had they they already had hundred thousand followers when they were trying to sell these classes. Um, right. So at, at, to be a coach, I'm a, I do a very bad job in the industry. Um, a lot of coaches don't like me because I call them. Let's review that. So. <laughs> Let's review that. Yeah. We'll give you a don't, good don't review. Yourself don't yourself I'm saying yeah. to coaches, I do a bad yeah. job. The coaches don't like that I call out the fake shit and say don't fall right. the mix. But to my clients, of course, I do well. I have two year plus clients that are still with me, so I'm 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 good there. But you know, I am not a fan. Like the coaches aren't a fan of me, <laughs> so I'll never be able to. Yeah, well, you know. fuck them. Uh, we'll create a, we'll create a Yelp page just for that, and then we'll give you five stars. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll, I'll just write. It's good. <laughs> oh, say, five, oh, five words. Yeah. Oh shit. You have to go. It, it is. Really it really is really good. Very good. There you go. Okay. Question mark. <laughs> yes. I think. I think the shorter the better. Uh, if it just go, this place sucks. Totally. 
Well, I need four. <laughs> really, this place really sucks. And period, and you're done, done with your day. When you start writing like a whole essay, but you spell out the word you, period. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's funny like, exactly i don't know sometimes like i use the i use the word dicks too much like my, some of my people watching are gonna be like oh my gosh because like if i get angry at someone I'll, or I, my kids are dealing with some bully ass person at, where i'll be like you can tell her to go suck a dick and my kids are like you want me to tell them that and i'm like well no i don't want you to actually say that i just mean like you know <laughs> go, go, go service orally yeah like don't say that or um you know like sometimes i'm just like oh uh, like I, I have a, a couple, I'm not, nope, I censored myself. Anybody else have a topic they want to say? I almost messed up. <laughs> I mean, we get talk about dick, it's fine. You started on dick, so I guess uh, we'll talk about What's your go-to cuss word? Actually, I, 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 we're blaming you because you brought up the dick sucking in the bathroom. Yeah. If I say anything about dicks, and then Obi kept up with his balls and his grass. Yep, that's true. And so, I'm only my friend group for this topic. It's just, yeah, it's bad. You're just like me, girl. I use the I use the phrase back. Like <laughs> I know. I don't know what my I'm surprise. Penelope looks all like kind of PG. She's she's just there with you, but she'll do it all like behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm <being> really good. <laughs> she's, like, I, she's like I'm with you. <laughs> we can go wherever you guys want to go. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I get myself in trouble on the podcast where they ask us, you know, uh, they ask you to come on about like sex positivity and things like that. And I'm like, I mean, you open the box and they don't expect yeah. me looking the way I do online or with my kids to talk about things openly, but it, I go deep and they're like, um, okay. Oh, you go deep. She goes deep. She folks. opens the box. Yeah, Five stars. Five oh, stars. I already had like two jokes ready to fire off. I was like, nah, let me. <laughs> come on. Get, you gotta get do it, I already dug my whole it, OB. What, like, why, why are you backing away? I don't know. Yeah, you need Come more on. followers. Come on. I know. Come on. This, is, this will go. I, I, I just clipped that. This is it for your channel. I, I literally just lost talking about how deep I go will, will get me the followers. Yes. Uh, go ahead. Be controversial. You're not going to hurt her feelings. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Dude. I don't have anything. Stop putting me on the spot. You're a fucking hater, man. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I didn't put you on the spot. You put yourself on the stop. spot. We're going to see road rage chase you down and yell at you and the whole food's Obi. We're, we're trying to help you. And so you can have your, uh, we're trying to get your followers up. We're giving you a little spice. Mm, subscribe to my you, channel. <laughs> is that your dope shit? <laughs> You're not going to get, okay, first of all, this, it's not, it's not going to happen that way. Uh, excuse me. Um, okay. If you're listening, yeah, you gotta would, give some. Would you mind? Would you mind going to my channel, YouTube.com/slash OnlyOB? Yeah. I don't even think that works. You know, I was you have to type in the whole, the full thing. Plan A, Plan A is begging, like, hey guys, please, like, I, this would be my favorite wish if you subscribe. What's Plan B? <laughs> you have Penelope do a spot. Penelope, I just put Penelope on every single no, thumbnail. You need to like take a duty. Just show your dick. No, I, I can't even do that anymore because somebody took my name as and used the OnlyFans for it. <laughs> yes, the only OB. We found only it right fans. like during our sound check. Somebody already has the only OB OnlyFans. Hey. Uh, 
Hey, Colin, pull that shit up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't, pull, don't pull it up. <laughs> yeah, 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 my yeah, name yeah. is Taken. I, 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 own I, mean, the, I own the Instagram, the Twitter, the the YouTube, but they have the OnlyFans. <laughs> they have the OnlyFans.com slash OnlyOB. Colin, share that shit up. I'm thinking of like OnlyFans is really blowing up. Like you can really make good money. I was looking into that. Oh, uh, yeah. And like making crazy money on there. You guys have heard of Chatterbait? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, there's only Obi right there. Oh, yeah. exactly That's right. my name. <laughs> that is Damn. Only Obi. Uh, uh, nah. Oh, yeah. That is my. That's. I'm. A, yo, I that, you that zoom photo. in on the avatar. I'm fat, but this person is not. You look good in red, Obi. Damn. <laughs> yeah. You, you. You like to bend over on that on that couch. Oh, <laughs> you red underwear. Oh. Flash and wear, flash and red on the. It sounds like Next. you too. Send me a DM after you subscribe. Dang. <laughs> you know yep. you wrote that, it. That, that, it, it. It's not it aiming high enough. That only Obi is not a thirteen ninety five. What was the price? Those Yo. things are legit. Um, two years ago, Sinjin, one of my closest friends, she's a photographer. She's actually from Austin. Obi, do you know Amber Rose McConnell? She's a that photographer sounds so and model. Familiar. Yeah, she, that sounds really familiar. Yeah, so she's been in, um, uh, her friend, her best friend is Danielle Burgess, who's in film and stuff. But Amber is beautiful. Like, uh, you should look her page up. She's got, she's red, natural redhead. She's a, uh, a, a I, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Uh, you going to invite her on the show? Super, be- um, she's super beautiful. She won't come <laughs> on the show. She won't talk. She's super shy. Super shy. Now, we had a, we had two girls who have, their OnlyFans content creator on the show I a couple of weeks them. ago. She's on a whole di- not, no, no offense to them. She's in a different thing and she's on a whole different level. Like Amber is very shy, but she's not only is she a great, like um, she does like nude modeling. Her work is beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's, she's like a little sister to me. I've known her for like 11 years. She lived at my house a long time ago before everything, but we moved in with her in Seattle when we moved to Seattle a couple of years ago, we stayed there for a little while and we were, she was on Patreon. She had, she was making bank on Patreon and she had this beautiful formula that I teach some of my clients on how to do their Patreon um, with nude modeling or nude stuff, you know, um, those types of photos. But the thing about Amber is that she has a great formula in this. And if you're, if you're an, a person getting into OnlyFans in this, I would recommend this. Too late for Obi, Penelope maybe? Is that, yeah, even yeah, let me know. <laughs> Is to, you, there's, I'll send you a little few tips that you could do. Um, I, I can't, I'm not going to do the nude or I'm not going to do the, the photo stuff because I'm not a model, but um, you could do it. But I know with, um, with Amber, what she did was she was so great that she started networking with other people and pairing up to offer like content on their Patreon. They're only, they're uh, fans only. And she does photos for people in the same industry of what she does. So she does these beautiful mm-hmm. photos of these girls and then those girls shoot her and then they shoot together. So she has three oh, wow. that they can be seen and she is making bank, but she's so chill. She's so shy, but her Instagram is bomb. Like everyone's always like, you promote nude photography. It's like soft porn, but like, it's beautiful. Like I love it. I mean, she, she inspired me to start buying French women's uh, robes, these French silk robes. Because she yeah. would walk around just naturally in them at night. And I'd be like, she's so fucking chic. It's like, I'm wearing like these j- joggers and I'm not that comfortable. <laughs> and so I started buying right. these outfits and I immediately was like, I feel so like luxurious. I feel so wonderful. And, and even Sinjin <laughs> like, you're really pretty in that mom. And I'm like, 
really like right and they're like yeah you look really (laughs) i just i like i walk around with my little wine glass every now and then but it was inspired by watching photos and things and it really empowered me like on a feminine level to be more feminine and kind of get in touch with that side so those only fan accounts i mean i know they can make bank but you want to uh cross promote each other you want to collaborate you want to do things that you know um yeah, that makes sense. If your your base is men, they want to see as many of you together and doing things as possible. So send yeah. me a message for sure. Yeah, I I mean I've never done anything like that. Um, you would I'm do just well. trying to make some, some money. I mean, just in that little. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same boat, everybody. Everybody. Broke in New York. Well, it's the corporate everybody team, is bro. trying to make money. I mean, I'm this, fine. this is COVID times. I need like a house. I need a car. Like I'm trying to. I mean, she. Gets to mm-hmm. travel. Well, step one, come to Austin. She gets to travel two. everywhere. These women Moving travel over. for like photographers mm-hmm. pay them to travel. Brands pay them to travel. Um, talking about influencing, they they the lingerie companies or t-shirt companies. I see you're in a t-shirt. You can set the level of what your comfort is. They they send them products and pay them per post. So they'll pay them. Yeah. $500 for one post on Instagram and a t-shirt um, from their OnlyFans account and things like that. So I mean, I, that's that's pretty good. You have the face and you're pretty. You ever tried to do like uh, like ambassador or stuff like that? I for mean, a brand? I've been reached out. Like, I'm sure Kim knows all about this. Like brands will reach out to me in my DMs and say, like, promote our products and be our ambassador. But it's it seems like scammy. Like it seems it so is. weird to me. I'll send you. So I never. I always just like ignore it. I'll send you some apps and some information on the real ones that you'll be like, oh, this is easy, and then amazing. Oh. You can go from there. So don't do this. Amazing. Thank and you. On, no, on I, personal, I never have. On a personal. You should try it. Seriously. Mm-hmm. You'd kill at it. I mean, let's go, you guys. You know. I mean. I mean, it gets to a point where they have bots on Instagram now. Like, if your photo is, you know, good, then you get a comment and they go, hey, would you like to, we'll send you some free shit if we can take your picture right. and use it for blah, blah, blah. Like, I posted right. this picture of my son drinking milk, Horizon milk, and I put it on his Instagram. I said something like stupid, like, stay hydrated. My friend is <laughs> stupid. Bye, and then Horizon Lord. milk, yes, and Horizon milk, like, comments and goes, Hey, we're doing this program for well for milk. They don't have anything else, and we want to feature your son. You saw this picture. Can you? Can we take it? And in exchange, we'll send you some Horizon milk stuff. Yeah, he said stuff, and I'm like, wow. I don't give a shit. And it, what it was that they had like a, a Instagram stories when it was just like kid after kid after kid just drinking it. Just people sending pictures, or they would find them. Uh, but we never fucking got anything. They didn't send it to me. Nope. Oh, okay. And I re- I reached out because I was like, okay, I'm gonna be petty because honestly, it's fucking Horizon Milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not like, oh, you're gonna give us diapers or you're gonna give us like, it's fucking milk. Yeah. And uh, and I reached out like uh, I think about a month later because I was like, oh yeah, what have I was going through pictures and I saw and I saw the post and I was like, oh, let me let me reply and say, hey guys. We're supposed to get Horizon Milk stuff. And like, oh, we're so sorry. Let me reach out to my people. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
that was four months. You never got any. That was four months ago. No, never got any. The 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 legit brands are the ones you want to like attract and like. I I still it's get the rice and milk. Like, like, it's a fucking. It's it's no, not I mean, mom like, and pops the, like sorry, cow milk. The, the interesting opportunity. <laughs> it's like, not cow fuck milk down the street. No, of course it, not. But some of them don't have proper influencer programs put in place. So they had a social media person that was trying to work on something and last minute was like, hey, we're going to do this thing. We'll give them milk. They didn't have a proper thing in place. <clears throat> the people I always work with, excuse me, that might have been loud, is I make sure that their companies, I ask them back, like, do you have a proper influencer program in place? And they'll say yes or no. And um, just like, a, like we talked about last week on micro-influencing, you know, I'm very specific in what I do. Like I said, I don't have a large following. But guess what? This is some real shit. You never know. Like, I, like I'm going to tell you this, OB, because you were like, I'm not sure that I, about how I got to do it and all this formula. All I did was I, I've been getting into some fashion things lately for my mental health and for like, you know, kind of growing up into my age. And so I bought a capsule closet kind of vibe from some things. And I had taken some photos because of that deal that I spoke about with back. I needed some photos for the launch. Well, I put a photo up mm -hmm. on um, uh, Twitter and it was said, and the, the outfit was from Nasty Gal. And I, I put an outfit up, the photo, and I said, um, you know, uh, and I'm not into fashion, but I wrote fashion inspiration um, brought to you by old reruns of LA Law in, from 1986, a combination of LA Law and um, mm -hmm. Sophia Omarosa's like, you know, style about five years late. And then any girls like uh, Pinterest board uh, from California right now or New York, right? The oversized clothing, the big blazers, that kind of look. So Sophia Omarosa of Nasty Gal likes my tweet, which was enough for me. I was like, oh shit, thank you. Validation. Yeah. It takes very little to make me happy. So I was like, thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy about that. I was like, cause I, I love her story and her backstory. And so I was like, cool. So then she reached out, their company reached out to me and said, Hey, we would love to sponsor a couple of your outfits for your wardrobe and your journey. So um, here's the code. And it was like $300 worth of clothing. And I was like, what I got to do? Do I got to do a big thing? Oh, just ah. like, what? But, you know, what I have to do? And they said, no, just make sure you know, just drop it in your stories. Um, and just, you know, the photos you posted already were good enough. But just drop some in your stories. That's it. Um, and, and so, yeah, today I got to sit and pick $300 just from a tweet of a photo and just kind Not of, I just referenced her. I referenced many other things in there, but I just referenced her and she reached out and I asked if she had, I said, is this an influencer, you know, program? And they said, absolutely. Here's how you do it. Just go, you know, write your name in. And I, and I took it and immediately I got the $300 code. So you never know. Oh, that's cool. Hey, yeah. well, I, well, I do know because, like, you see this uh, sweater I'm wearing. This is actually a sponsored thing. Like, oh. I'm not joking. Wait, I, I was really? sent this. I was whoa, sent whoa, this whoa, to whoa. wear. They're not paying me. They're paying. I, I, <laughs> I, I, got, I was getting hooked up. To, what the fuck? Yeah, this outlier stuff I've always been wearing has been been sent to me yeah. to wear, and not like the hats. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Because like y'all start talking about brands on my podcast. I'm like, hey. <laughs> yeah. I come you get the shit, then I, I I got jacked. Because my reach, I got nothing on my wall. My reach is better. Look at your your blank. Wall. I got a giraffe that's sitting over there. That's all. <laughs> yeah. The fuck, dude. You need, to, you need to put like a piece of paper that says your ad could be here. All right. Uh, truly, <laughs> if you're listening, yeah, <laughs> watching. Uh, it's, it's delicious. This is the the mango. Yeah, and Penelope's gonna like do an ad for like cats. 
with her that's cat. That's a dog. <laughs> oh, that's a dog? Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought it was a cat. No, I thought it was a cat, too. <laughs> no, I thought it was a dog. <laughs> On your couch? I thought that was it's a cat. Nice. Oh, oh shit. It is a dog. Yeah. That's the f- fluffiest dog. Penelope, all dog. dog ads, all the dog treat things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I tried to get him an agent. I tried to get him an agent, but... And they did call back, but he does sniff at some men, oh, so he okay. can't really be on set. And that and that's a problem. <laughs> I mean, if he's like alone in a in an ad, yeah, like you know, yeah, so sniffing men. Yeah, he's like really protective of me, I guess. So just men, he just used to not like. <laughs> it's always it's always the small ones too. They they feel like they have to like prove something. <laughs> Their little exactly. dog is so great. I love that. Mm-hmm. I always loved it, little dogs like that. They remind me to be like, you know what? If a little dog can go up against a rottweiler and be like, "What's up, bitch?" <laughs> then I can do it exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. That's him too. Yeah. The oh, yeah, ball. Obi, you're still getting Dude, the dog. Obi, I yeah, that. I am. You're getting a dog. I am. Yay. <laughs> Go to Yelp and review the dogs before you That's get them. Look at reviews of dogs. There's got to be something Jonathan like that Simpson out there. said he bites. I don't know who he's referring to. That could be any of y'all. Oh my God. That's, uh, yeah, that's my, my friend. <laughs> even know. Oh, but don't you know him? Maybe not. John I Simpson. Know. I don't think so. That's right. Is he from Austin? Yeah. He lives oh, okay. in Austin. Hmm. He was on the well, improv welcome. scene. Shout out to John Simpson. Welcome, John Simpson. Thank you for tuning in. Roby, you know what you're going to get? Uh, a Cocker Spaniel. I'm between, I'm trying to choose between a Cocker Spaniel or a Labradoodle. Did you look up the reviews? All this, uh, yeah, look up the reviews? <laughs> no. Do they bite? Do they sniff at men no, or women? I want to just, I'm going by just what my gut instinct. Can I tell you my, my reviews inst- on Cocker Spaniels? I had two and they mm-hmm. were very... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you review dogs i didn't review dogs no she said she had a, she reviewed no two i said dogs. can i give you my review because i had two cocker spaniels uh, oh i thought you went somewhere and you yeah. reviewed the fucking I dog. Thought she said that. <laughs> no i didn't but i give that, that that freely because i we we struggled really hard with we, we've had dogs we, i got for you we got to pay for you your dogs were by far the ones that were the hardest for us for to like training in the house and also being aggressive uh. What? Yeah, I, that's, why I wanted, stuff that's why I wanted the cocker because everybody, all the the descriptions I read are like they're the easiest, easy going, like breed. Like I would go to the just because they're known for being aggressive breeds. They can actually have aggression seizures, which is what they had. One of them had with what? my daughter. An aggression seizure means when they bite, they go into a seizure, and they you, you have to pry their mouth open. So, oh this is a one-star review of your what dog. Are you answer. talking about an American or which which type? I, I don't know. <laughs> I look want it, a fluffy dog. He doesn't look it up. He hasn't <laughs> gone on Amazon yet. Because I'll let you know which brand we got or which uh, uh, breed we got. Okay. Because when I started hey, looking it up, though, it was actually dude. pretty common. And and you being someone you who should... wants, um, I guess because, you know, you you want a companion and all of that and, and you have your, your <laughs> illness. You want one that's easy to deal with. The, the Labradoodle, the, yeah. is it, what is it that you're doing? They are so great for, for chronic illness, for happiness. They are great dogs. They're not yet. What is your review? I'll define Labradoodle. Labradoodle, yeah, they're so It's good. really any, any doodle. Doodles are really easy to train. He's a poodle, full, but um, they're super okay. smart, super easy to train. There you like, go. 
You got a bad yeah, review okay. on the cocker. Spanish I know that's what Charlie is. That was like, always at my place. Men's dog. He's a labradoodle. So they're so. Like, cute. See the review. It's a chick magnet. So. Hey hey. You know. Uh, Obi, I'm we were, down for it. Are they are they small? Are they small? They I don't know. They grow kind of big. Like this? Like how big? Like they, you can they can sit on your lap. You can hold them in the in your purse. Like it depends on the like fifty pounds. Those are like a teacup poodle, the ones you can put in your purse. I I held one of those before, and I was like, oh, I don't want to break it. Like it was so tiny yeah. and cute. Let me ask the the girls a question. Like, if you see a guy having one of those teacup dogs, do you look down on him? No, I, I think he's a girlfriend. Like yeah, wife. I think he does. You know, but if it's his dog, but if it's his dog, he has a teacup. Puppy, do, like my bias. I because me as friend. a guy, I look, I judge him. I look down on. I do him. too. Like yo, I, I do too. So I what are you doing with this like little ass dog? I would I'm a hate on him. Might, like most of my gay friends have little bitty dogs, and so I would think maybe he was he was gay or taken. I wouldn't think he was. Yeah, I think he was taken. Hundred yeah. percent. You think that's not his dog? Right. Like well, y'all think you say because of y'all think that's your go- that's his girlfriend's dog. That's yeah. what you think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I would have my boyfriends walk my dog, especially on a cold night. So no, no, I, I, it, it is it's a totally yeah, plausible, yeah. makes sense explanation. But um, they all said they're like, he brought me so like so many women came up to me, like that's what my ex would say. Yeah, when he would take the dog. Yeah, that makes so sense. it is a thick magnet, but I think we all would know that it's not theirs. But I'm not sure. Yeah. Look, there are guys who probably just buy dogs just so <laughs> yeah, that, hey, yeah. there was a commercial. There was a commercial about that. I forgot what it was for, but it was this guy has this like, you know, like purse, yeah. purse side uh, uh, puppy in the park. It all goes, oh my God, it's so cute. Blah, blah. <laughs> and all girls kept coming. And then another guy is walking in the other direction with another yeah. dog. And the same thing happens. And all these guys are walking in the park. And it turns out there's two dudes who have a, who have a pop-up stand in the back, we're giving away free puppies. Stop. <laughs> that was a commercial. The kids are the uh, same. The kids are the, like they're either hit or miss for certain people. But like, I had a friend that would always be like, "I don't mind taking Jade and Madison to the park." And I was like, oh, "Okay, you know, we were do when I was doing photography with him, and t- his name is Chris, and he would take Jade and Maddie to the park." And and I finally one day was like, "What is your deal?" You know, I'm starting to get a little worried that you want to take my kids yeah. to the park for me because I was a single mom and he is my best friend. And he said, oh, he's like, there's a there's a lady there named Wu and I and uh, I love going there because she brings her kids there and I need a reason to go. And she's always like, your your friend's kids are so nice and so great because I have good kids. And uh, yeah, he's like, so then the other women start <laughs> okay. talking to me. I was like, sir, you, you want to rent my kid? And he was like, no, I just want you to let me take them. So he took them to the park oh quite a bit during that time. And they, they actually started dating. Uh, he started dating a lady from the park for a while. So I, 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 it's the same thing with single dads bringing their, their kids. Yeah. Because women were looking at him like, oh, he's such a great dad. Yeah. Look at him. He has yeah. kids on his shoulders. And he's on, he's on the swing with him and all that yeah. stuff. Those are all tricks. Yeah. You know that. Don't fall. It's true. I mean, you can fall for it, but they wouldn't. Let me put it this way. Guys wouldn't do that if it didn't work. I mean, also, you want to know, I, 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 won't, a, I won't lie. If I see a dude what? at the park sometimes, you know, and he doesn't look like... <laughs> Elvis yeah, is cracking up for a reason. Because like, I remember the story. I remember because you're saying, like, we're talking about, like, uh, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> what story? chick magnet things, these things that work. 
I, but I remember one thing that backfired on me so hardcore. Like I was in uh, the grocery, I was in HEB and it's me and this like really gorgeous girl. We're in the same aisle. And um, <laughs> and what, what, what was she saying? I think we were looking at like the kitchen appliances and we started talking. I was like, oh man, this is going perfect. Like we're just like vibing in, 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 in the aisle and we're not even talking about the food anymore. And then all of a sudden she, she asked me like, oh yeah, like you're going to get that. You know, that's recyclable, right? Do you recycle? And I, and I looked at her and I, and I thought, oh, I could just throw out this joke. Like joke. I was like, no, I don't recycle. And then she, she lost all interest in me in that instant because <laughs> I don't recycle. I was like, and I was like, and in my head, I was like, bounce back from this, bounce back. No, she's like, you, you don't care about the earth. <laughs> she walked away from me. I was like, what the oh, fuck? What? And then one star, Obi, from one that star. On, I was like, I got to start recycling. I just missed <laughs> but, but like appearances can be deceiving because even I had a friend that kept going to the park and she's like attracted to this dad that was bringing like you said back his kid there on Saturdays and she was just like he's so attractive he's he's there with the kid you know and the kid's really cute like he makes cute kids and I was like okay maybe he's a single dad you know whatever um but I told her I was like you know just you know you know beware because like I have an experience and I'll tell you after why I said beware and she and I didn't want to bias her with it so she says uh you know I think I want to go for it so she asked him out on a date or whatever and then he said yeah and she said you know do you want to meet up maybe you know next weekend or something um with you know you the kids and come to the park or something and he was like girl no like he she hadn't spoken to him very much he goes girl no he's like but, but I, he's like I don't even want to come to the park as it is I only come here because I don't have to I like do anything with the kid he just like plays so, like oh, she had it, this in mind that this dude was like doing this lovely thing with the kid but the only reason he was going to the park was so he could be on his phone the whole time while the kid played and he didn't have to pay attention and so when she Dang. came back and told me about it I said that was why I told you that because when I took the kids to the park when I was younger a young mom all these dudes would be there and they would be like this is my one visit for like every couple of weeks and I'd be like oh okay so they didn't see their kids very much and they were at the park what, so their kid would be, you know, playing somewhere. And usually the moms were like watching the kid while the dad was on the phone. So I didn't want to like, you know, put a stereotype on it. So I didn't, but she got, she learned the hard way that appearances can be deceiving just because a dude has a kid with him or a woman has a kid with them. That does not mean they're a good parent. Yeah. Look, actually I'll give myself a five star. Are you going to review yourself? Well, just yeah. talk about your son. And even when we saw you, we- no, no, but hold on. No, no, this, this, this is, it get, this is uh, what happens. I'm, he has one of those uh, like tricycles that I can push. Yeah. And we're walking, we're on the sidewalk and is, you know, riding his thing. And I kid you not, a car full of women, they pulled out their window and they yelled from the other side of the street. Oh my God, he is so cute. <laughs> he is so cute. You've done such an amazing job. Look at you. Wow. And drove off. And drove off. And so I'm, I'm totally aware of it. And, and it, it sucks to say, but it also has to do with the fact that I'm, I'm a black dad. Oh. And here I am at the park and I have him on my shoulders. I'm not, I'm not even on my phone. Like I go through the slide with him and I pick him up and we, we play. He's laughing. We play ball. We chase squirrels. We do all that stuff. <laughs> and I see a lot of moms. They were looking at me going, look at him. Oh, <laughs> 
Look at him. He's actually being a dad. He's not a deadbeat dad like most black guys are. That kind of book. Uh, I'm not saying that's what they're thinking. I'm just saying I'm sure that 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 idea uh, crosses their mind. Certainly crosses mine. Because if it if it was just his mom just playing around, it wouldn't say that. Or if it was a white guy, like no. But for me, it was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm actually present in my son's life. So five star super dad. I believe that I had a woman or a friend that I worked at. I I worked at a company, a magazine with. We hung out yesterday, um, and uh, we hung out so I because I, I wanted to give her a break with her kids. Because as a single mom, I used to realize that people talk about helping single moms a lot or single dads, but they never offer to like babysit to give them a free day or do anything to actually lighten the load. They're always like, "I'm so proud of you," but they don't do anything to kind of help. So I was like, you know, bring the kids and I'll take them. So I was talking to her though, and um, she actually told me exactly what you're saying. So I didn't even think about that. She's she's a, she's a black female, and she or I don't even know the words anymore. My my daughter said they can't say. Yeah, she's black. So okay. She's a black girl, woman. Anyway, so um, she says to me, "Yeah, our old boss actually. We were driving one day, and he said to me, um, oh, how was your you know how was your relationship with your dad growing up?'" And I said. Yeah, he was always saying stupid shit like that. You know, it's not it's not a good situation. Um, you know, that's why I actually left the company on my own terms, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, yeah, uh, because he looked at me and said, um, you know, because I just know that most black dads are not in the picture. And I was like, he, he said that just straight out. She goes, yeah. He asked me if my dad was around because, you know, most black men weren't and aren't. Yeah. And I was like, you should have, you know, I just, I mean, I went into something else. I was like, you should have told me I could have done so much. We could have got you money. But anyway, so that was just a whole thing. But like, now that you say that, like, I, I do, I can say that I've heard that at, at the park or in play groups. And- I haven't heard it, but it's one of those things that you, I've heard I mean, it from, you know, they, 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 sometimes you think they think it's so loud that I hear it. Yeah, you can feel it. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to pull up and actually I even notice people driving in the neighborhood. So we're on the left sidewalk and they come in like towards us mm-hmm. and they put this huge smile on their face as they're driving by me and my, me just either have my son on, on on my shoulders or just you know playing with him or whatever i can actually see that it sucks but you know wow i'm just doing my part i'm just doing my part uh, we've been talking for a couple of hours now <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I get i give this show four stars <laughs> Let's, let's go. Let's go around with our dope shit. Uh, share dope shit, Obi. Besides your channel. Oh shit! <laughs> I forgot. But but I um <laughs> next skip. <laughs> <laughs> I got all right. All right. Check, <laughs> What's up with you and Dix? We we are We're gonna stop this and we're gonna keep talking <laughs> after the show because I, I think uh, first of all. Penelope here. Has uh, figured out the undertone of this show. Um, you want to know mm-hmm. some dope shit? Yeah. Like share dope Wait, shit. Are you asking like me it's... something? Oh, uh, dope something shit. Dope. Like about anything? I don't know, guys. Yeah. Go, out, go out and fucking vote and be decent human. And um, yeah. there's a really good show that everyone should watch. It's on HBO. It's um, called "I May Destroy You." Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen mm. it. Is Phenomenal! It is. What is it called again? Excellent. Um, I made this for Obi, you. You should be on this shit, huh? Right. I made. This I'm, for I'm, you. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on HBO, but I'm watching Raised by Wolves. 
Oh, right that, now, so. that is, we need to talk. I want to discuss mm-hmm. that someday. That one is wild. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good Get show. On that one. I haven't seen that. What's your dope shit, uh, Kim? Um, right now, uh, my dope shit is, um, um, I just signed up. So a lot of people are taking a bunch of classes, doing a lot of stuff. Um, I bought uh, Sinjin for his birthday. He really wanted to take a master class. We t- I think we talked about this last time. Um, it's a big platform of celebrities that teach their different mm-hmm. so good. It's so yeah. good. Six different ones, acting, writing, uh, comedy, all kinds of stuff. So I bought one. I thought I was buying just the one for David Sedaris because uh, Sinjin's a great writer, but he loves that style. I ended up buying the pass for the year and it gives oh, you wow. all of them. And at first I was like, I don't know if I'll even use it. So I was scrolling through there and I was going through it with Sinjin and the kids. And as we were going through it, each of us were like, holy shit, holy shit, I want to take that one. And so I started, you know, I'm in the world of coaching, classes matter, quality matters to me. And I actually started listening to some of them and they are really good. So if you have that in your budget this year, I mean, you're learning from celebrity level people that are teaching you how they got known, how to write, how to set things up. So you're hearing it right from the horse's mouth. I mean, I promote learning and continued education in any form. Um, And I rarely promote celebrities but this one really, uh, this week I was, um, I was really impressed. So masterclass and then as far as, um, some food things that we've been doing, um, on a health level, I'm not trying to promote brands too much, but, um, there's a company called revive and there are shakes and, um, it, they, they help with anti-inflammation, anti-inflammation, which is what a lot of people that go through the flu or COVID have issues with. And it has all the ingredients in it, lots of different shakes. Um, they don't pay me. I wish they did. They send me a bunch of shakes every now and then because I buy them. I like to say that. I like, I get hey, hey. shakes. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, the, the, those have really been helping me, and it's been helping me get nutrients into my children who are picky eaters. Watch the Hans Zimmer Masterclass. Oh, sh- yeah. Which one is I that? clicked on because it's the film scoring. I love his. Oh, yeah, it's film, so good. Film song. You took it, Obi? Hmm? I've, wa- I've watched that episode. Yeah. That one was oh. good. They're all, all really right. amazing. Which one did you take? I've done the David Lynch one. He's like uh, my favorite director. Yeah. So nice. That's I, what I, I didn't get to that one yet. It's really good. Uh, my dope shit is uh, if you don't watch The Boys on Amazon, it is one of the craziest shows I've ever watched in my life. Is it season two? It's season it's two, yeah. But you can catch up The Boys. Yeah, it's based on a comic book, and it's about a basically a league of superheroes. So they're very like you know similar to uh, there's your Superman type and Aquaman type, uh, but they are fucked up. And when I say fucked up, like they're the the superhero <gasps> league is run by a company, by a corporation. So they actually put on this facade of, oh yeah, our heroes do good and they promote the country mm. and justice and blah blah blah. But they're egomaniacs. They don't know how to handle their powers. And there's a group of folks uh, uh, called the Boys uh, that actually try to take them down, take down the entire organization. So it's based on a comic book. And the show is on Amazon uh, Prime Video, whatever that thing is. Uh, and it's it's when you just when you think it doesn't get uh, doesn't get fucked up, it gets even more fucked up. The kind of stuff that the superheroes get away with, 
and they're still like, yeah, we're the shit. No, yeah, that. I'm bad it, with names, but Jaden reminded me we we watched it because we have our our shared shows, and you're exactly right. It keeps you. It keeps yeah, really good. Going. Season one, season two just came out, and it drops uh, a new episode every Friday. So, all right, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, follow Obi on his yeah. channel and his OnlyFans for thirteen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Penelope, where can people find you? Uh. Penelope Costopoulos on Instagram. It's like the hardest name to spell. So just go to Back's page or Obi's page and I'm tagged in Yeah. We'll help you with followers. Hopefully uh, follow her on the yeah, Instagram. Yeah, like I'll send you that. a nudie or whatever. If you guys <laughs> <laughs> really? Hey, check if OnlyFans no, slash Penelope. Don't be a nudie of me though. You, you, you're going to need a nickname. First of all, you're going to need a nickname. All right, we got to change our name. Gestapolos <laughs> is way too long. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And even Penelope is long, so you're gonna have to like <laughs> really like Yeah, people call me have P, a stage name. So, call her PC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. And spelled out. Just just uh for the hell of it. Uh Kim Um I'm taking kind of a professional break from all professional outlets, so you can just find me on my all right, but her link, she's been a guest so many times. Yeah, it's at her Derek link Kimberly K is always on there. You can find me. Jerry Kimberly K on Instagram. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Um, let's go say follow the feedback on wherever, we're everywhere, except TikTok and Snapchat. And I don't know what the other one are. Um, but wherever you listen to podcasts, go check it out. Uh, we're on there. And I'm keeping up with the videos on our YouTube channel as well. So you can see all the face, pretty faces that we talk to on a weekly basis. OB, thank you so much as always. So cool. Penelope, thank you. Thank you, sirs and ma'am. <laughs> it's been fun. We will connect. Okay. Yes. yes. Uh, next time, I hope it'll be from Austin. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'll drive know. up. I'll drive up for that. So good luck to you with everything in New York. Uh, Kim, always a pleasure. Thank you again. And we'll talk to you next week. Ciao, ciao. Ciao.